Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen, and joining me is... I'm your other host, Ben Enns. Today we're ending the final round of Tsukihime. It's been a fun one, and I couldn't think of anyone better than Kohaku to bring us home and drug us and give us really uncomfortable dreams. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just took some Kohaku drugs and I feel great. Oh, it's so weird hearing your hearing hearing you again. Uh-huh. I had um I had headphones, earbuds in, uh-huh. plugged into a uh, audio interface. Audio quality. First thing, I'm so sorry about last episode's audio quality. This one's gonna be better. Not great. Not perfect, but better. But definitely better. Um, we're working on some things. I'm. <laughs> our setup is now such that me and Fen can stare at each other with one eye. <laughs> There we go. Now I can stare at Ben with both eyes. I can only do one. Recording in the same room is not the way to get the best audio quality, but also I don't know why we thought that it would be good. <laughs> I don't know that we ever did think it would be good. I remember distinctly saying, "Oh, it'll be a lot easier when we're in one room." Easier does not mean better, Ben. As we found out. Um, oh, uh-huh. But we're we're working on it. Fingers crossed, we'll... We got a new microphone and some foam on the way. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Did you get foam? Not yet. Okay. We do need... By the time people hear this, foam will be either on the way or here. That's fair. Um, Yeah, but yeah. So hopefully audio's a little bit better this time around. Um, I'm falling asleep. Uh, oh I, no, sip some more of your tea. Yeah, I made We tea. aren't even started yet, Ben. I know. It's five in the afternoon. I'm in such a comfy chair is the problem. Ben got a new chair, so the hell stool is off to the side. I'm not used to being comfortable sitting down and recording. <laughs> so my body's like, oh, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You haven't had caffeine yet. Mm-hmm. What if you just laid back and just like kind of vibed? That's my secret, Ben. I'm never comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are the content warnings for this? Content warnings. This Roots content warnings have, uh, wait, are, we got sexual assault, gore, violence, references to extreme child abuse, sex scenes with underage characters, careless handling of mental health, incest, misogyny, death, and suicide. We got anything else that we got to worry about? Drugs? I think that's all of them. We We haven't mentioned drugs, but there's a lot of drugs. Yeah, that's one... Yeah. That's one we maybe should have thought of before, but... Uh Uh-huh. You know, with Tsukihime, are you eating? Are you eating a sandwich in front of the mic? It's not getting picked up at all. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let me just go open a bag of chips, then. (laughs) Um, Eating a sandwich that does not have anything crunchy on it. Sandwich. And eating a bag of chips are intensely different Sonic experiences. One's a very pleasurable thing to listen to. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other one's ASMR. <laughs> Wait, which is which? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fen, what I'm the... chewing right next to the mic and it's not being picked up. That's what you say now, but I'm going to hear it. I'm looking, I'm I'm literally staring mm-hmm. at the, oh my god, I'm so loud on your track. Uh-huh. I have, I have. Excited, fun. then you finally get loud. Yeah. Um, 
we're getting Ben a new mic so that we hopefully have the same microphone. Uh-huh. Uh, and so that, ideally, we're not super picked up on each other's yeah. tracks. Microphones uh, are better when they're with family, as we know. Other things that have happened since last time. Mm-hmm. I finished Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. I... It... We got to spoil the end. good. We can't spoil the ending. No. I you like wanna, the ride more than the end, right? Broad strokes. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There were... I... You liked Denji, though. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, eventually the magic wore off. Mm-hmm. He never... He doesn't, like, get too much more complicated than that. Like, the first time that he's like, Oh, my goal in life. Is to touch a boob. Uh huh. I'm like, I'm right there with you, dude. I'm right there with you, dude. Have... Got just guys being dudes. Yeah. I think and that then... then I think it was a terrible mistake for us to pause two weeks and then come back to it. Yes. Part I think that that, is, that Chainsaw Man is best experienced across two days. Yeah. I think having having someone come to town and like completely upend my schedule mm-hmm. for a week, which was like a fun week, but also an exhausting one. Uh huh. Um. Because just not having a schedule for, or having, like, I I have certain routines that are like, oh, I will listen to a podcast while brushing my teeth and going to bed. <laughs> or, um, same with cooking, and, like, suddenly not being able to do that was, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I I very much enjoyed having the, the person here, but also, um, it's the kind of thing of, like, oh... Everything's been thrown up. And then, yeah, coming back, I was like, oh, Denji's fine, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's just a... He, he doesn't... Yeah. He doesn't become more than want to touch the boob guy. No, not really. Which is, like, fine. Well, I, li- I like the ending. I like his... I think he has a little bit of development as things go, but he, he still goes back to that same joke, right? Yeah. Which uh-huh. is, like, fine. And... To get into it a little more, he does, like, he does care about people now, you know what I mean? Yes, The stuff with Aki is really fun. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I I think that stuff's interesting. I think the, it's so weird, everything that goes down with Makima at the end, which is what I like about it, is just that it's such a completely fucked experience. Yeah, Uh I don't want to, yeah, I don't Uh want to spoil the end. It's, the ending's good, I would say. I think yes. My but yeah. My complaints are like oh no. It's it's a manga that's in shonen jump. Yeah. And like there are things of like cool, it's 90 chapters. I think it could have been like 60, mm-hmm. maybe 70. Yeah. If you cut, cut out, out most of the, of the fights. Yeah. The fights are just like that's just not it's not what you're here for ever. That's not my yeah. thing. My thing with Chainsaw Man is that it's a great thing to stumble onto. It's very fun. Uh, it's very kinetic, uh, and it's it gets a little it gets more heartfelt than you kind of expect from the how gross and weird it is. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's still like a weird, gross comedy shonen. Yeah, and it doesn't like it's a it's a really good one of those. I think yes. What I would say is there are some incredible characters. There's some really great characters. I can um, Kobeni. Kobeni. <laughs> of any fan club just like yeah she's perfect literally nothing wrong with that girl <laughs> so sad 
She's having such a hard time. Me too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Kobeni's literally perfect. Wouldn't change a thing about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, Makima's also like terrible power rules. Uh-huh. But yeah, Bonshi. I think that the, oh, and the rules, um, world's strongest lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my issues with it are more, my issues with it are like, oh no, it's a shonen, which is not like a genre that I particularly enjoy. Yeah. And so it was, it was a fun ride. I don't know that I would like say like, oh, it's one of the best things that I've ever read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty high on manga for me, but I don't read a lot of manga. I guess this is the thing is like, it's better than One Piece. Most of the manga that I read. I, okay. You read a lot of Yuri. I appreciate that it's 90 chapters. Yeah, and it's not Not 400, 500. Yeah. I read uh, all of One Piece in two weeks, about. That's That's 1,028 chapters, I think. That's so much, Ben. There's a very cool Oni girl that just got introduced. Oh, that's nice. This is also the, like, we were talking about this in Abnormal Mapping a little bit, and M kind of raising an eyebrow. I was like, there there have to be better places for the, the terrible women. Um, and uh-huh. they're probably right. I well, th- that's the thing. It's I'm not satisfied with a couple of terrible women. Yeah, I want as many yeah. as I can get a hold of. I think that... Uh, what's the name of the Chainsaw Man author? Fujimoto Taka- uh, Tatsuki. Tatsuki Fujimoto. Um, I think he's got a a very particular type of girl that he likes, and I think it's a good type of girl. I think he's good at writing that. I respect his taste in girls extremely. Yeah, um, I think that this is a like. I think that's where I come down with it. Is that like you like the character? There are more than there are good characters. I don't know that as a whole. I enjoy you like the it. parts more than the sum. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. If it was 60 chapters, do you think you would have a higher opinion of it? Probably. I, don't, I still don't know that it would be like, oh, God, this is so mm-hmm. like transcendent and uh-huh, amazing. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw Man's good. Chainsaw Man. Coolest take in the world. What'd you say? Coolest take in the world. Yeah, yeah, you're too cool to say that it's actually good. You're like, eh, it's good. Oh, I meant like like temperature cold oh i see oh. okay i've heard very little uh not praise for uh-huh uh-huh i've not i've heard a lot of opinions but i've never heard someone say like oh it's bad i don't like it i've heard like that's yeah, fine or you know at worst what are we where do we go from here uh, I guess we have to get into the podcast that we do instead of just chattering. Day 7. Evil at Every Corner 1. October 27th, Wednesday. I let you do that as a, as a gift. I was going to say, I took that <laughs> oh, as, as oh. payment for wanting um, to redo that bit. <laughs> Evil at Every Corner is a good title. I'm sure it's fine. The title's probably misleading. We don't know any girls who are evil, then. Zero of them. <laughs> except for every girl in Tsukihime, except for Hisui. Uh-huh. Um, Wait. Sorry, I just processed what you said. 
I don't think Arcweed or CL. So Arc, CL, Hisui. Uh huh. I don't think any of them count as evil. Um, Arcweed is the one that's debatable. CL would murder civilians. Yeah, but also, like, works for the church. Yeah, she works for the church, fan. That's as evil as it gets. <laughs> okay, but we've been over this. Fate. Fate, um. Uh, church bad because they won't let us fuck dragons. <laughs> um, Saber's dragon aspected fan. She's also a lion. Church will let you fuck a lion. It's the secret that they don't tell you. No, we have to cut this bit too. We're too spicy today, fan. <laughs> We're really just. We have. We have such like yeah chaotic this energy. Is pod- this is senioritis. What do you mean? Oh, we're getting to the end of Tsukihime, and I like think... we don't want it to end. Also, I think those Skittles that Kohaku gave us before we started recording may not have been Skittles. Oh, you don't say, Ben. Shiki wakes up from a bad dream that he had about attacking someone again. Oh wait. Oh right. I thought we were after. I would. Th- I thought we were at the beginning of day six. Um, no. we're not. We're on day seven. Right. He attacks someone and in his dream, drank their blood. He didn't kill them when no. he attacked them, which okay. is noticeable. So he wakes up. He's like, "Oh, oh, I want to throw up." Shiki is close to throwing up, but also he's like, "The dream was kind of cool and sexy, wasn't it?" Is he a little bit? Well, he's still doing that thing where he's like. Am I excited by murder? It's like, yeah, you are, but, you know. Yeah. It's fine, that's normal. Yeah. Uh, his hands are clean. He doesn't have bloody yeah. hands this yeah. time. I feel like, now that we've had a dream where he did have bloody hands, that's the, like, symbol of, is it real or is it a dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a dream. Because Shiki no bloody hands. doesn't know how to wash his hands before he goes to bed. I mean, apparently not. Gross. All of a sudden... To be fair, yeah. he does know how to wash his hands. And presumably he washes them before going to bed. It's just the bit where he gets up in the middle of the night and goes and kills someone. You and still gotta to wash bed. your hands when you kill someone. Okay, but he's in like a little bit of a an altered state, let's say. We're so say. punchy. Something uh, about uh, being in the same room just makes us argumentative. It's because we can look at each other in the eye, and it's it's we're issuing a challenge to each other. <laughs> I can see Ben. I can I can just like see Ben smile every time I bring up something, and it just makes me want to do it more. Ben's smile is really great, y'all. <laughs> anyway, Shiki suddenly remembers that, that the other day he had a dream where he had a long conversation with a serial killer. And hung out in front of a vending machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, when did that happen? Did that happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's very confused about it. Mm-hmm. He tries to remember the details, but he starts to get a headache from it. Hmm. And he's worried that he has another self that's killing people and hiding it from him. In a way, he's right. Is he? Well, uppercase Shiki. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He senses Hisui's presence before she knocks, which is unusual. There, he's like, oh, this is very normal, and it's calming me down. Normal stuff, you know? Uh-huh. He tries to act like he's not depressed, but everything he's learned about Makihisa and his family is kind of fucking with him. 
He goes down to the sitting room. Uh, he's worried that Akiha's going to be mad at him, but she's in a great mood, actually. Yeah, she's having the time of her life. Yeah, she's feeling great. Akiha's in a great mood. Uh, she thanks Shiki for taking care of her while she was ill the other day. Was, mm-hmm. that, was that day six or day five? Wait. What? The, the day that she had that, like, uh, moment oh, that's and day collapsed. That's day five. five. And then she doesn't really see him on day six, right? Yeah. Because he has that fucked up dream where she kills. Oh, no, yeah. He does see her on day six, and it's Kohaku and him are in the oh, right. house, and she comes in and she is catches like, them in the house. Kohaku. Uh-huh. Right, and is furious. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's that's what Shiki's uncomfortable about. Is like, oh no, uh-huh. I'm still gonna be mad. It's been too long since we recorded the last episode. Usually we do it back to back. Yeah. It it has been forever since I don't even remember what happens in this route. We're we're gonna discover it together, dear listener. Um that's a I remember. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but like I my memory is that of a goldfish. Uh-huh. Um and so I remember like bits and pieces of things that really stuck out to me, but um What sticks out to me right now is that Akiha definitely seems to think that we're on her route. <laughs> okay, yes. Um Akiha says something something that insinuates that like more than is proper happened between her and Shiki. Yeah, she fell asleep clinging to him, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Shiki's just like Does she make a joke about them like sleeping together or something? Yeah, like that? probably. Okay, that makes I sense. didn't write down the exact I didn't thing. write it down either. Um what notably, he feels a strange weight on his back, and it's Hisui and Kohaku both glaring at him. It's so good. When she's doing making these this comment. It yeah. Uh yeah, okay, okay, those, here we go. Ben, those mates are so thirsty. <laughs> they want that dick so bad. No. <laughs> Mystic eyes of dick perception. <laughs> yeah shiki's like oh yeah that was totally normal like older brother helping you out while you're sick stuff and she's like oh yeah cradling me in your arms all night that's normal big brother stuff isn't it uh yeah and the the maids continue to stare at shiki and he's like are you making fun of me she's like yes i am Uh uh-huh and he's like this is i am very uncomfortable with that my sister is in a good mood Uh uh-huh she apologizes to him about what she did last night when he was with Kohaku. Says she already apologized to Kohaku. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it feels weird. The vibes are weird. Vibes are, yeah, vibes are rancid, Ben. Mm-hmm. No good vibes here. Uh-huh. He's surprised that she's admitting fault for anything that she's did, and she's like, oh, come on, I'm I'm just a normal person, just like you. I'm just a normal rich girl in in charge of her family Uh definitely never abuses the maids at all no definitely doesn't hit her employees uh kohaku wants to cook breakfast for shiki but he's only thirsty he doesn't have much of an appetite after that dream kohaku is surprised that shiki's not feeling good uh she asks if she can make him like a protein shake or anything you know uh she seems crestfallen that she can't he won't let her cook anything better Mm -hmm. for him and then, Hisui interrupts. What does she say? This is very bold for Hisui. Hisui's perfect. Uh-huh. Exhibit number infinity. Um, she's like, okay, 
I know that you have talked to me. I know that you've talked to Kahaku. All three of us agree that you should go back to the Arama house. So I'm going to bring it up now and say, hey, wouldn't it be, you know, safer and better for you to go back to the Arama house for now? To recover. To recover. Okay. Yeah. Fuck breakfast. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> he, Shiki is like, well, that might be for the best. And then Akiha pops out of her chair and says, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. That will not do, Nissan. You finally came back, so please do not leave again. If you say you're going to leave one more time, I will kill you, Nissan. Akiha smiles as she says that joke and disappears towards the lobby. And Shiki's like, ha ha, that's a funny joke. Huh. Mm. <laughs> um, Kohaku. Hey, hey, Ben. Yeah? This game rules. This game rules. Uh, Kohaku tells Hisui to go see uh, Akiha out while she goes to cook something. Uh, trouble in paradise between those two, it seems like, still. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, this also feels a little bit like, hey, little sis, I want more time with my crush. You <laughs> go, like, cover for me. Yeah, Shiki's, like, kind of processing that joke, and he's like, that wasn't really very funny, was it? No! Zero percent funny, IMO. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Cut to lunch at school. Still no Arihiko. He must be on like a weekend t- or whole week trip with the elderly. Oh, is he on a cruise? Did he like? <laughs> He's on a cruise. Did he stow He's away? Thirty day cruise aboard like... a cruise. He's in a whole other visual novel. Oh. He's like, it's like a, like, visual novel about, like, elderly people dating each other, and Arihiko's a background character there, too. <laughs> it, has there been hmm? a light novel about hmm. being a background character there must in, be. in multiple games, specifically? Okay. Probably... That feels like the kind of thing that, like, it just... might be too meta. It might be too meta, or... There's probably been, like, um, whatchamacallit, doujin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It probably exists somewhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It has to. Yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah, people's OCs. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, Shiki is in the cafeteria for lunch, and he sees a news report. Oh, there was an attack last night. Oh, the girl survived the attack. The girl yeah. from his dream. No one died. Wasn't killed, and she's in the hospital. Which means that there is a victim living who may be able to identify the assailant. Yeah. Hmm. If the cops were any good at police work, uh-huh. I feel like it wouldn't be that hard. The police are so ineffective in the Fate universe that they don't even exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the police in real life are probably even less effective. They're just also way more present. Uh-huh. Is the issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how often do p- cops show up in Fate besides, like, um, space cops? <laughs> But it's only XX uh-huh. and go. Mm-hmm. And again, she's a space cop. Yeah. I don't think that I 
cannot remember any cops in Stay Night. Is a detective a cop? I mean, like, if they're not a private investigator. <laughs> well, I'm talking about Sherlock. Yeah, no, he's not a cop. He he works with cops. You could call Bastard. him derogatorily a cop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I don't think he meets the definition. Like, if he if he stopped cooperating with um mm-hmm. Scotland Yard tomorrow, he's no longer a cop. Uh-huh. Like versus a detective who works at Scotland Yard would have to like quit their job. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sherlock could keep doing his work. If he just didn't, you know, I talk see, to see, him. Not a lot of cops in Faye. It's not very important. No. Remember that bit where, uh, <laughs> when, um, Arkweed was like, why do you think monsters hide? And she was like, like, the cops? What? And she's like, what cops? You see any cops? <laughs> I-, I could kill five. Yeah. Part of it is that guns are completely ineffective in Fade. Yeah, swords are way better. Mm-hmm. Both like, uh, swords are way sexier, and also they're literally just mm-hmm. more powerful. Mm-hmm. So, Shiki is still a little mixed up on who's actually doing the killing because he thought that Yumizuka was the killer again, and he's like, "But I killed Yumizuka, so maybe I killed more girls." It's a bit of a leaf, but you know. Uh-huh. He leaves school, he visits Murder Alley, he gets freaked out, goes back to the mansion. This is the day he comes home early. Mm-hmm. Similar to, to the last route, right? Mm-hmm. The same as... I still thought at this point, I was like, oh, yeah, that was 100% cheeky last night. We saw him murdering those three people. I bet it was him. We saw him find three bodies. Okay. You want to be all pedantic about it. I would like Shiki more if he did kill those people. I just don't think he did. I think he did. So Hisui's not waiting because um, he's extra early. He thinks about Makihisa and then almost immediately blacks out. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go push this and I'm going to go to Makihisa's room for more information on my condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he heads that direction. And you know what is right next door to Makihisa's room? I cannot fucking believe that Akiha made a stink and got her out of of Makihisa's room and got her one room down. Uh Uh-huh. Not even a different fucking wing of the hospital, two hospital-sized mansion. You could put her anywhere. Yeah. I mean... A reason? Yeah. The reason that I can come up with off the top of my head is that, like, there are servants' rooms and there mm-hmm. are, like, actual people rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a... This is... Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. architect slash, you know, the, the rich people in the house. Not, yeah, my, yeah. not my judgment on no, what no, no. servants are. But... And so that was the only servants' room that was free. But that seems Trade. unlikely. Trade. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know it's because, and it's because even if Akiha stopped her from being trapped in Makihisa's room, she still took care of him for those last couple years before he died. Yeah. She was still doing that the whole time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so it doesn't seem like Akiha really changed much of anything. Yeah. I think probably had some change, uh-huh. but like not. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh-huh. Who knows if he was still sexually assaulting her. Damage was pretty fucking done, though. Shiki uh, is ready to cut his way into the room if he has to, but it's still not locked. Kiha must have just, like, assumed that yelling at him once would be enough. Actually, canonically, he the other day he went to see Kohaku instead. Yeah. But still. Yeah. I still um, think it's weird that she wouldn't lock Makihisa's room, but whatever. Well, yeah, I literally in my notes was like, does this scene happen if you went here earlier? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a is another one of those like, okay, the canonical choices definitely went and found Kahaku. Uh-huh. Because it doesn't like there's some This adds a little bit or this there's like he he repeats some stuff from the go see yeah, history yeah. and then it goes feels a little silly stuff. for this scene to happen mm-hmm. if he already went here earlier. Yeah. Um, also, just yeah, real quick, he didn't even check to see if it was locked first. Mm-hmm. He's just like, cool, gotta gotta cut this open. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just getting real real uh, gung ho about using those eyes for those everything, eyes, which he was warned not to do that about. So he cuts his way into some locked door uh, dresser things. He finds a, the journal, the family tree, the stuff about the early deaths of the Tono family, the inhuman blood. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he also finds uh, it's Makihisa talking about the synchronizer orphan, and it very politely mentions what he's been doing to her. Uh, and that despite all the horrible things he's done to prolong his life, Makihisa will still have to kill himself. Mm-hmm. to prevent him from turning into a monster it's a little different this time the diary yeah uh-huh how much of it is the diary is different and it shiki is reading comprehension score is higher so i have a note in like 30 seconds that is shiki is oddly perceptive today <laughs> i think he's just like he's really on edge uh-huh. and so he's like actually reading the diary maybe a little more dude like he doesn't do homework just take it to your room and like read it later yeah shit well there's so much stuff in this fucking diary is that i feel like most other times that he's gotten his hands on it like there's someone nearby Mm -hmm. he just like flips through finds some stuff Mm -hmm. and then leaves it versus this time there's no one around you can just hang out and sit down in magisa's Makihisa probably has, like, a nice comfy chair for reading. I wouldn't want to spend any time in Makihisa's room if I could avoid it. No, Any yeah. of the furniture. I just think that, like, Shiki, just, you know, sit down with that diary. Uh-huh. Go find Cherokun and sit no, gently uh-huh. on her uh-huh. um, and read that diary. Go to the library. Sure. What the fuck is up with that library, Fen? Anyway. Well, I want to... I was about to say we'll, we'll never find out. I don't know if we will. Maybe remake. Maybe we get through Kagetsutoya and no library, and then suddenly we're in Melty Blood, and everything revolves around that library. Very funny. So, the diary goes on. Makihisa wonders if he was cursed by the Naniya, and that that's per- fascinating. <laughs> and that perhaps adopting their son wasn't enough to placate their spirits. I mean, he he, he the Naniya, murdered them. The Naniya literally don't use like as you said like don't use magic uh-huh. they're just like really good at fighting to the point that it's soaked into their blood but like even if they're gonna curse you i think that killing them stealing their baby and then tormenting him is probably not gonna placate them yeah <laughs> he was miserable every time makihisa was in the room uh-huh anyway this is fascinating 
Shiki finally fucking notices that the name, when Makisa writes the name out, name Shiki out, it's different kanji than Real he quick. does. What? Before that, uh, there's a note that Makisa is actively trying to like distance other Shiki from being a Tono. Mm-hmm. To, like make him not think about being a Tono. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is, again, just more evidence, I think, that Akiha was always going to be the next head of house. Okay. So Shiki finally notices the de- that the kanji and his name are different. Yes. The From the kanji in the, the Shiki that Makihisa writes down. <laughs> well, yes, he does notice it, and then is like... That's weird. Eh, I have a feeling that thinking too hard about that will be bad. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Akiha's name is written with the kanji for autumn and leaves, uh-huh. uh, and Shiki, uppercase Shiki, is written with four seasons. Definitely a theme going on. Yeah. I wonder what the kanji and Makihisa's name are. And what's what's our Shiki? Intention and esteemed. Very different. Yeah. Just very different vibes there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's literally on this page as well. Yep. Oh, well. Um, uh yeah he's like i should probably figure out what's up with the name kanji thing before something horrible happens because i didn't think about it too much anyway i'm gonna stop thinking about it and wonder what a synchronizer is he's like even (laughs) even when shiki's on the ball being perceptive still a dumbass still a dumbass he's like that adopted kid i found out about the one who died i wonder if that was the synchronizer Uh uh-huh uh-huh he goes on, this diary is very long all of a sudden. Uh, but yeah, we get a... I think it, it's flipping through it versus like actually right. sitting down and reading it. I know. Yeah. Uh, he reads a whole play-by-play of everything that happened to Uppercase Cheeky. It's very different or much more in-depth. Uh-huh. Uh, and this time, Makihisa mentions directly that Kohaku and Hisui are the two synchronizers. We get the whole enchilada here. And we find out that Shiki is in the care of a trusted servant, which we know means that he, Kohaku, is taking care of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he also says in the diary that the adopted kid was put into the care of a branch family. Uh, this is pretty obvious. Simply <laughs> saying that the adopted kid is Tono, is Shiki, our Shiki. Yes. But uh, he doesn't immediately notice that. Yep. Uh, I love... <laughs> this is where I noted that every single diary entry that we're getting is marked uh, tilde month X day. Uh-huh. Because was just like, okay, what's the timeline of this? I'm not doing this. <laughs> I have stuff to do. Uh-huh. Nothing but respect. Makisa says that Akiha started to hate him after she lost her bro- both of her brothers at the same time, and that he's beginning to train her as the next head of household. Weird, I didn't write that bit down. Weird. Let's see. And he starts to talk about Akiha's power. What's Akiha's power? Plunder. That's a stick. It, it, yeah, sick. it rules. Um, it isn't... I was expecting it to be heat or fire or something like that uh-huh. but her power is called plunder um so yeah he says that and then he's like it's real powerful mm-hmm. if only she had been born 10 years ago i would have been able to eliminate the nanias without help from the kishimas mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. First of all, we saw the Akiha route. She didn't seem very particularly powerful. But then last route she did yeah. with Kohaku's health. Yeah. Uh, we saw her kill Shiki in that dream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw Makahisa dealing with the Naniyas seemingly all on his own. Yeah, what's up with the Kishima? Was it like, I just need a lift? <laughs> did did Akiha just <laughs> have to... Over there? It's like, oh, Akiha had to be 16 so she could, like, drive me over there. Uh-huh. God damn. No, I... I assume this gets expanded on at some point. It definitely gets expanded on in Melty Blood, right? I guess? Uh-huh. There's a Kashima in Melty Blood. Is the new there? one. Yeah. Who? The grappler guy. He's oh. Uh-huh. Oh, nasty man. <laughs> well, all the men all the men in uh Melty Blood. relatively well put together. He's got that knife, though. He's nasty. I mean, like, he's nasty, but he's, like, he's, he's nasty no in a fun... I would, I would play around with him. Mm-hmm. The other men, most of the other men, are just like, oh no, please take a shower. <laughs> like, my dude. I think that fancy boy takes showers. What's the fancy one? He's the one who shoots uh, fire and ice. Oh. Blob? Yeah, Blob. He, ba- he bathes at least. He's from the... No, he's not a church. He's a vampire. Yeah, right? yeah he's a true ancestor. Wait. Pretty sure he's a true ancestor. What? <laughs> think so they added another true ancestor maybe he's a dead apostle i'm not sure anymore anyway we'll find out when we get there so yeah apparently the kashima family which we heard the name last route as one of the powerful magic families oh did we yes we did it's oh is that the fourth yeah huh i don't remember the rest of the names but um Asagami family was on that list. Yeah, it's Asagami. The, Nania, the Tonos. Uh, and then there was one other no, family. No, Tono aren't. Are they? It was Asagami, uh, Nanaya, Kishima, and... One sec. Um, what's, what's F. Goshiki or K. and K. Shiki? Oh, okay. There are five families. There were four others mentioned. The Asagami, the Fujio, Ryogi, and Nanya. Okay. So, Tono's is one of them, just... Well, no, but those were the four that were, like, virulently anti-anti-human... Or, non-humans. It is interesting... Yeah, okay. So, the Kishimas are not... The Kishimas are more like the Tono's mm-hmm. in that they're probably non-human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And would not be aligned with mm-hmm. those other mm-hmm. four. Who are all... Hunters of not. I don't have enough information written down on it, but I believe you. Let's go. Let's continue. Yeah. So, Makihisa explains that Akiha's power of plunder is a double edged sword, and she might plunder someone's entire concept while plundering their heat. What the fuck does that mean? That's fascinating. That's such a weird sentence. <laughs> I also completely missed that on the uh-huh. first time through. Or, like, just didn't write anything down, but, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that, like, we're broadening back out to, like, things about the world again, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Uh, He, uh, Makisa says that he's worried that Akiha's going to attract the curse of an enemy. And it's like, weren't you just saying that you might have done that already, dude? Uh Like, get your own house in order. She's a baby at this point. She's, like, 
six or seven. She's right? probably older than that. Cause... I guess she's like eight or nine. Yeah. If he's writing this now. Later on in the diary, Akiha tries to visit Arshiki uh, at the Adima house, but Makisa catches her attempting it and throws her into a boarding school. Mm-hmm. Without Akiha, his condition starts to work worsen, and he says that Kohaku is no longer enough to keep him level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a long, long, long time jump in the diary. Months and months and months and months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he's not going to come back next time he loses himself. Hmm. He leaves the diary to Akiha with the instructions to destroy it. Uh, Shiki re- uh, finally realizes that he's the adopted son and that he doesn't have cursed Tono blood. Uh, and he gets mad at the end of the diary, throws it, and storms out of the room and goes to his bedroom. Uh-huh. Didn't really uh, help. No. I mean, like, yeah, didn't didn't give him what he was looking for. No, no. Helped us well, piece things together, but... He knows that he's not uh, a Tono anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then why is he having these dreams, Ben? Yeah, that's the thing. He he knows he can't blame Makihisa for it anymore, but he also now knows that the Nania were murderers. Uh-huh. He's in a reverie in his bedroom, and he's interrupted by someone talking, and he gets up to go talk to Akiha about uh what he just learned this is a fascinating conversation ben this is a fascinating conversation how's akiha doing she's in her room she's doing great she's like oh hey you wanna you wanna like talk to me Uh uh-huh that's that's fun i'm excited about that she looks so like like in a good mood that he's like maybe i should just drop all of it just Uh go back go back to my room but he's being weirdly assertive he's being very assertive he's just like like first thing first question okay what's up with ananiya i have a right to know like tell me yeah and she freezes and he starts to like tell her everything that he learned um she knows already mm-hmm. and she strolls over to the window as if she was in a play we get another great cg of her leaning against a windowsill looking sick yeah, uh-huh. it's it's like basically the same as the same position route. as the classroom. Mm-hmm. Still, still rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's is, like this. The background has changed, but her pose is the same, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, this is like the best version of Akiha. Evil. Yeah. Evil fucker. Evil. Yeah. Being evil and being extremely confident and just like haughty. Uh huh. This is, if I were to support an Akiha route, and, like, there's there's reasons to, there's reasons not to, it's uh-huh. fine, like, chase your bliss. Uh-huh. Um, Could be this worse. Is, this, is, this is what I'm looking for from an Akiha route. Uh-huh. Not a, oh, I'm just, I'm just a little baby girl. I'm just a little I'm just baby. Your, I'm just your little sister. What I'm looking for is... I'm sorry. I'm the head of the family. <laughs> why are you, why a are you, monster. Why are you troubling with the, me with these minor things like, should I or shouldn't I kill people? So Go good. do as I asked. Uh-huh. I like Akiha a lot more now that her route is over. Uh-huh. She starts to review the big, uh, big story hits. He's Nani Ashiki. He was adopted. The Tonos aren't human. More, 
weren't com- totally human. So she says she didn't like hiding any of the this stuff anyway. Uh, he's like, she's she uh, he, he notices that she feels very her tone is very confident. It feels like she thinks she's like in, completely in control of this conversation. Uh huh. She explains that Makihisa used hypnosis to suppress a bunch of his memories. That's why he has such a hard time remembering things. This isn't. I mean, like, yes. Yeah. The way that hypnosis is used in this route is so goofy. Or because it's explicitly not magic. Hypnosis. Yeah. It's just like like suppressing memory is definitely something you can do. Uh huh. But like, it also also just see how bumps into someone and suddenly they're hypnotized. <laughs> hypnotized. Uh huh. Because the uh, the tonos aren't mages. They're not using magecraft to do that. CL, I could believe it's a magecraft thing, but... Are the Toto's not mages? They're absolutely not mages. They don't like mages. Right, right. Uh-huh. Well, okay, do not like... They don't like mages in that, like... I... They don't have a bit powers beyond their special ability, is the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because their powers derive not from, like... Right, yeah. Anything but their inhuman blood. Mm-hmm. Though, presumably, do they have magical circuits? Monsters have magical circuits, right? I'm not 100% sure. Fascinating. Anyway. Shiki says that she doesn't have to call him her brother anymore and says that he'll be leaving soon. Uh, or he thinks to himself. doesn't. He's not stupid enough to say it out loud. Uh-huh. That he mu- will be leaving the mansion soon. And she says that she's called him Nissan since long before he was killed by uppercase Shiki. She's always considered him a brother. Mm-hmm. And she tells him that he, despite everything, he's still Tonoshiki to her and asks him to stay with her. Basically confessing. Well, yeah. In a weird and then, way. And then Shiki's like, oh, okay, but why, why do you care about me? And then, oh, yeah. and then Akiha's like, okay, I, I love you. <laughs> Please stay with me forever. Uh-huh. But she's also still calling him Nissan and like makes a big show about that him being the only one that she'll use that title for. Weird. Weird vibes. Yeah. Which, uh, I just, don't mind it as just much. Just to remind everyone, yeah. she did say two days ago, oh no, dad, do I have to kill Nissan? <laughs> That's true. She did say Interesting. that. Interesting. Hmm. How do you feel about uh, her having like a weird twisted love thing for her brother in a route where it's not going to be reciprocated? <laughs> I feel better about it. Yeah, that's than... kind of where I'm at, too. It's kind of, it's, like, weird. It's the, like, yeah. I think it, it, it is definitely still playing into her route, mm-hmm. which is, like, hey, wouldn't it be nice to date your sister? And no. no. The answer is no. The answer is always no. Yeah, That's more the... or less the, like, I like this route's version of it. Because it is like, yeah, of course there's like, of course that relationship exists. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's fine for you to want to explore that and uh-huh. like, what that means. I think it, you know, as always with a lot of this game, it could be handled better. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. But like, I don't mind it. I don't mind it when there's not the the um, Chekhov's gun of the there's going to be a sex scene uh-huh. pointed at me. <laughs> The thing is, is that the gun appears on the mantelpiece and it's just pointed straight at the audience. <laughs> There's five of them, at least. <laughs> There's hidden guns, too. Like, the extra he's so sexy. I don't... 
Yeah. See, the thing there is mm-hmm. like, I get it. I understand it's they're poorly written, but at least at least with those, I'm not like dreading the entire route leading up to this mm-hmm. moment because it's like, oh, yeah, like it's I think despite the the things that we talked about last week or not last week, the last uh-huh. last route. Yeah. Um. With like, hey, there are a bunch of problems with Heesby's sex, sex scene. Mm-hmm. Um. And like Heesby's route in general. They're still like, oh yeah, cool. Look at them like loving each other and like having fun together. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's not. Hey, niece. <laughs> oh, you don't want to have sex with your brother anymore. <laughs> it's fascinating how completely we glossed over when we had the near side sex scenes how neither of us picked up on what was going on with the kohaku akiha uh scenes you know what i mean do you remember them it's been a while the akiha sex scene oh akiha's there and making kohaku do everything yeah and then the Kohaku scene is very similar, except for Akiha is just violently staring furiously the entire time. Really grim portent. Oh, uh-huh. that's fascinating. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, that scene rules in in ways that feel maybe it was intentional. Uh huh. Um, in ways that are like, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, my extremely Catholic sister is here and trying to tell me not to <laughs> have sex before marriage. <laughs> it's not working. I'm still, uh-huh. still like playing around with Kahaku, Just but staring at him the whole time. Yeah, yeah the thing oh, is, is God. like the rest of those scenes feel like with the CGs and the writing, they feel like they're supposed to be sexy. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Akiha, like popping up on the screen every 10 seconds is hilarious uh-huh, uh-huh. it's not either of those things god um right right so she basically confesses her feelings to him mm-hmm. he warns her that he's a killer and that he has the killing dreams and then he might hurt her and she laughs at him she's like listen the nanaya are are human and they're only killers if you're non-human. Mm-hmm. Like the Tonos see them as killers because they would kill a Tono, mm-hmm. but you know they don't. They don't just kill normal people. Uh huh. It's so nice when characters talk to each other about things, fam. Uh huh. She says that his dreams are dreams, and that um. Oh, and that they are coming from uppercase Shiki, not from himself. Yeah. They're not even his dreams. Fascinating. So he tells her that he's still having the dreams and that Shiki's still alive, and she seems surprised. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then she says that Makisa's death was suspicious, and the Tono family underground cell showed signs of habitation when she checked in on it after his death. Huh. Uh-huh. So this answers a question that we had mm-hmm. after, or like during Hisui. It does seem like there is a cell on tono property on tono property where uh-huh other shiki was kept yeah and then he made the school his base for uh, near ley line yeah i guess yes do vampires even but the thing is like vampires 
Well, it's just magical creatures are attracted to ley lines. Is that the thing? I think so. It's usually how it goes. Okay. So yeah, there is there is a cell under the mansion, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, and she says that when she got in trouble, Makahisa would lock her in it sometimes. That sucks. Fucking, this fucking guy... He sucks. He's the worst. Yeah, he's he's Just, he's really the worst. I mean, like I know that we're at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's currently re- leading the race for worst dad in fate. <laughs> I don't think you can get worse than him. I think. Well, I guess. I guess you could get worse because he didn't do the things he did to Kohaku to Akiha. So, <laughs> worst man. Yeah. He's um, higher on worst man than worst dad, I think. I think he's he's very high on worst dad. Uh-huh. Um, I think Roa beats him out for worst man. Uh-huh. What about worst dad? We don't... We know that Roa had a kid, and then we get no other information on them, right? Are we sure that's not just CL, though? I'm pretty sure. Then... Because he calls her daughter. Is that the bit? I think it's just CL. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he has any other kids. I'm not positive. Okay. Who knows? Shit. Then yeah, Roa's... Roa's maybe second worst dad. Uh-huh. Maybe Roa takes the cake for worst dad. Well, the thing about Roa is that he is a monster. <laughs> yeah. I guess Makahisa is too, so it's... You know. Yeah. They're both just the worst people in the world. Anyway... So yeah, Akiha would get locked in the bad girl box. Um, Shiki is kind of unnerved by all of this information being slung at him, and Akiha is just having a great time. Akiha's having the time of her life. Just being She's like, just having so much fun saying all this stuff. I get a monologue. Uh-huh. I get to like tell the player a bunch of things. This rules. Our Shiki asks what they're gonna, what she's plan, what to do about uppercase Shiki, and she says, "Eh, who cares? I'll let the police sort it out." Hmm. He's like, wait, no, 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 no. We can't just leave him out there to kill people. And she's like, no, it's really not my problem. Yeah, and Shiki doesn't know what to do next. Before he walks out of the room, she's very honest about how important he is to her and how glad she is that he came back for her. It's so good. It's so good that Akiha's like, hey, I love you, and I'm so glad that you came back for me. And Shiki's like, so about the reason I came back. <laughs> she's like, nope, don't you dare don't tell you me. Fucking dare. He's like immediately senses like some something dangerous. You know what I mean? And she's like, go to your room. This is yeah. She can go to the bad boy box. This is again like this is the best version of a mm-hmm. Where she's just like, no, I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe, and I'm not gonna let you contradict me. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a great scene. This is a really, really fun scene. Yeah, I love it when the characters talk about what's going on, and we don't just have to rely on Shiki's monologue and, like, uh-huh. Maki's journal. Uh-huh. I like this this kind of Akiha, who is just ter- terrible. She's awful. Yeah, this is a... We got, like, the tiniest taste of this in her route with the sunset scene. Yeah, uh-huh. And this is just, oh, oh, she's just like this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also, it's an interesting, um, like, the CL route kind of speed runs some of the greatest hits of 
uh, Arcoid's route. Uh huh. But it's mostly like internal to Shiki. It's him realizing like, oh hey, uh, I kind of I kind of love Arcoid. Um, and so it's like a, such a fascinating like. It makes sense from a we can't have this route contain all of that other route and then more. Um, mm-hmm. and so we kind of need to like, but we still, it doesn't make sense that, mm-hmm. oh, we, the players learned on the, uh, Hisui route, like all of this stuff. Yeah. Shiki yeah. hasn't yet learned that. And like kind of his reaction is probably going to be different because of the different stuff that has happened. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. it's like, it's very interesting finding an in-character way for a character to deliver all of that. Yeah. Lore. Yeah. yeah. In a way that, like, oh, yeah, that is also great characterization for who she is now. Like, she's just supremely confident. Yeah. Um, It's very fun. In ways that were, like, she was, she acted kind of cold Uh and, like, she was dad. Uh Uh-huh. But that was, like, that felt like, oh, you're insecure Mm -hmm. and you don't really know how to act around him. Yeah, especially in her route, it kind of fell apart and turned, it felt more and more like, oh, that was just a front. Yeah. But now we like, see oh, that no, it's like you, you you are acting and there is nothing you're hiding. Uh-huh. You're just like ha ha ha. Uh-huh. I'm I'm the most powerful woman in the world. Uh-huh. And you have to listen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less that it was a front and more it's a different person that she could have become. Yeah. And that now she's become that person. Yes. <laughs> Cut two. It's midnight and Shiki can't sleep. Surprise, surprise. He's sweet. She's she's gonna come here soon. Where's he sweet? Where? Does 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 he not show up soon? Oh 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 yeah. You're you're jumping. You're uh. I just love. You're her. just excited about seeing he sweet. So he's thirsty. Someone, someone on Twitter. I had a conversation. Yeah. With someone and they were trying to be comforting and said like, oh yeah, I'll back up your he sweet love mm-hmm. and like the. Um, very little damage has actually happened to me, but I'm surrounded by people who who have been intensely traumatized mm-hmm. and harmed, and like they're all trying to protect me, mm-hmm. and that in turn has caused me trauma. Is a great character. Um, yeah, that's true. It is a great character concept. They were just wildly overestimating <laughs> my ability to like think about a character. Um. <laughs> I was just, just like, like girl pretty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's I like really little cute. hands. <laughs> look at her. Look at her when she smiles you and blushes. Hold her up to the camera. Look at her. <laughs> I just think she's neat. <laughs> I mean, like they are right that that's a that's a cool that's ass a good, character yeah. concept, and it she's, and she is not... supremely let down by her route. Yeah, like not really being her route. Mm-hmm. It is like so much like. A setup for Kohaku. Yeah. Which, which works really well for the Kohaku route because it gives it this great meta flavor, but... Yeah, it's just like, okay, I get yeah. She could use a little more love. I just wanted to... I felt so called out. Uh-huh. Like, you're, you're right, but also... <laughs> but also, I just want to look at her little hands. Yeah. Have you have you seen her smile and blush? It's really cute, isn't We it? talk about it a lot in her episodes. <laughs> what? The look Ben just gave me... <laughs> It was like you, you've talked about her enough. <laughs> Let's know. move on. I like he's sweet too. I'm just I'm just trying to describe the look that you gave me. Uh yeah, Shiki's getting really thirsty. I wondered briefly if this was like 
if the thirst was actually a side effect of the drugs he's being fed. Mm-hmm. I, I did some Googling. I, it's really hard to find any information about the the uh, morning glories mm-hmm. that, that Kawaku uses, or at least I wasn't looking in the right places. Yeah. I didn't find... I found some stuff. I didn't find anything saying dehydration or dry mouth was a symptom, but I wouldn't be surprised. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that would not be be a surprise, but like thematically it's yeah empire <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it just it would be a nice meetup of different things right yeah yeah because he's not like, turning into a vampire i feel like if that was the bit there would have been a moment of like kahaku saying and here are the side effects of <laughs> you can be subtle about these things i don't i don't know that you can be like here are magic plants that let let me hypnotize and control you oh but please go look up the side effects of the real world like but that's not for that's not for everyone to know it's not a big deal it's just like a little it would just be like a little taste of like oh haha i'm the writer i think that's a funny thing it's not really worth putting in because it doesn't mean anything but maybe someone will notice it and be like oh huh that's weird okay i would do that mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> He's in the kitchen getting a drink. He's sweet. <laughs> he's is here. Ben's <laughs> wife is here. Ben. Okay, one of one of my wives. One of your many wives. I don't have that many. <laughs> every saver is a wife, Ben. Not every. <laughs> the thing is, I don't, I don't like Lion King uh-huh. saber as much as I like mm-hmm. like normal saber. Two Castoria, two. Castoria counts. Castoria, for two wives. multiple wives, multi-wife theory. Her second and third ascensions are both so good. He's sweet surprised to find him up this late. Uh, he sa- she says that if he needs a drink at night, she he should call her. Mm-hmm. She can get him a drink. Uh, how? Real quick. How did they contact the maid? Does he just that, yell? That's what I was about to yeah. say. It's like, apparently each wing of this place is, a, is as large as a hospital. And, and the maids are on the floor below them. Yeah. How do you get in is contact? phone in his room wait no actually he's 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 like right next to him isn't she no no but when when he goes to put her to bed in the he's route it is close it's close i don't think it's right next to him but i think it is i think in elsewhere it said that he's sleeps on the first floor and he's on the second at least i thought that was the i case. thought so too but let me so yes well, still, regardless, if she's in the kitchen, he can't call to her. Unless there's like a phone in his room, but they never mentioned that. Anyway, yeah. no cell phones. I mean, this is the like, maybe there's like a series of like pulleys. Or an intercom, like. Or an intercom, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like a series of pulleys that you put punch cards in. No, I mean, like, like you pull a, you pull a rope and it like. Like you pull the like kitchen mm-hmm. rope and it rings a bell in the kitchen, uh-huh. or like you pull the heesby rope and and then heesby's there. <laughs> you, know, you pull the heesby rope and out of the wall comes heesby. <laughs> She's the wall. doing her best to blend in and just. <laughs> so, she tries to get him to go back to his room, uh, and he's like, "Hey, did you know I was adopted?" <laughs> and she just starts shaking. Um, she says it's true, but they all want him to stay. Uh, she knew that he, he was adopted, but that, she, that doesn't mean she doesn't care about him or want him to leave. Wants him to leave. 
And he says that this is, is his true home. He agrees with that. And Hisui looks relieved, which is interesting given that she's trying to get rid of him. Yeah, well, she does panic a little bit. Uh-huh. She, has a, she has a cute little, I almost said gay panic. Mm-hmm. But like, as in a panic in a gay way. What not? <laughs> what feels gay but isn't? Tsukihime. Tsukihime, yeah. Fate in general, really, is like... Fate gets gay. Yeah, yeah. You're right that, that this there is a lot that feels gay in this game mm-hmm. and isn't. Um, she's kind of like, well, okay, I, I mean, I know that you should leave, but also, I, I really like you and I like being around you. She doesn't say all that, but we know all uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. I just think that a well-written female character is a sign of homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> um... He starts buzz like binging questions in her direction. Uh, he he doesn't know much about the Nania. She says that Kohaku has been taking care of Makihisa since she was young, since since she was doing that. Mm-hmm. She may know more than even Akiha does. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I feel like Makihisa wrote all, down almost everything in that journal, yeah. so like Akiha probably knows, but. Shiki has this like incredible galaxy brain moment where he's like, "That's so weird. It would make a lot more sense for the girl at the window, Hisui, to be Makihisa's servant than the cheerful girl, Kohaku, who used to hang out with us all the time and doesn't realize it. We're so, he's so he's close, like, Ben. Why would Makihisa tell Kohaku things? And Hisui's like, I mean, it's more like, she may have overheard things from being in his room all the time. And, uh, oh. yeah, she still doesn't quite get it yet. But then, uh huh. We get a surprise, Hisui being surprised sprite that I don't recognize from before. Mm-hmm. And Shiki's empty little head finally puts it all together. Uh huh. He asks, uh, about eight years ago. And she's like, is this about that fucking ribbon? Uh huh. And he's like, you stopped me by the entrance as I left my room and gave me a ribbon. What color? She says white. But, Ben, that's not where he was given that ribbon. It was not. It, it was, was under the under tree. the feeding tree. Which Kohaku knows. Kohaku knows. Like, she, she knows that Kohaku knows because she's like, hey, you should take her to that tree. And, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, Kohaku definitely would have been like, it you dumbass uh-huh that tree not in the entrance um he falls backwards into a chair and realizes how badly he's fucked up uh-huh. he wonders why kohaku's been trying to trick him what does hisui say <sighs> and he's like please please don't tell kohaku you figured it out um why if, if she finds out she will have nowhere else to go he... and then there's is it is the then there's a flashback. He asks why they did this swap. She does the thing where she's like, "We didn't do it on purpose. We gradually traded. Ro- we gradually traded ro- roles, etc., etc." We did right. He, he says that uh, this was that the two years that Shiki was around the mansion was the best years of her life, which is like pretty Ooh. grim. I mean, they, it's like they need okay. to get out of this fucking house more. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. It's fun to be a kid and run around with other kids. Just like. Yeah. Whew. She has, hasn't had a good time since then, huh? No. It's the, like, hey, it's fun to be around a person that you're crushing on. Mm-hmm. Combined with, oh, yeah. And then things got really dark uh-huh. after you left. 
Akiha started to hate Makihisa after that. Makihisa became even harder on Kohaku, she said. Hisui got depressed, and Kohaku started to fill her role. And she says that it was how she tried to fulfill Kohaku's only wish, which we know Kohaku's wish is to be Hisui and love Shiki. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hisui says that all the cheerfulness is likely just an act. Uh, and Hisui is basically knows this and is allowing Kohaku to pretend to be her, which is rough. Rough. She pretends to be me and kills her own will. She is just a doll that only acts like a Hisui from the past. That's a rough thing to say about your sister. Uh-huh. It's also accurate, like factually true. She says that she's scared of Kohaku. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that if Kohaku goes back to the way she was... Oh, if, if she says that if she goes back to the way she was before, then Kohaku might re- return to being the faceless. There's doll. a like, there's Kohaku at the window, mm-hmm. uh, or there's a like flashback. Uh-huh. Right? Um, a Kohaku at the window, just like standing. It's such a good, it's such a good CG. Uh huh. Like heartbreaking. Hand pressed but, on the glass. Yeah, just hand pressed on the glass, like dead blank eyes. eyes. Uh huh. Um, it's okay, sweet child. Until you become cheerful again, I will take your place. So no matter when, once you are cheerful again, I will give you back your role. She got... That that, that sentence scared Hisui. <laughs> there was something about it that scared her a lot. Uh, so it feels... She, like, I, I know how Kohaku meant it. Uh-huh. As a, like, I'm just... I'm not taking this from you. I'm just borrowing it. Uh-huh. But then, like, the implication of that is that Hisui is going to take it back. Like, uh-huh. both of them cannot be cheerful. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, she was like, okay, that was kind of fucked up, so I better just, like, try and get this under control and be a happy person again and, like, be able to enjoy life again. And then she saw how happy Kohaku looked after uh-huh. that. She says that Kohaku never really realized how badly it was that she wanted to be Hisui. And now that she was... We couldn't bring herself to actually take it away from her again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Hisui asks Shiki not to interfere, and that Kohaku will lose her place if he does. And she knows, in her heart, that something terrible will happen. Yeah. We know, it's... from last route, Kohaku tried to kill herself twice. Yeah, it's exactly what Kohaku wants, mm-hmm. and also would just, like, destabilize Kohaku's world so much mm-hmm. that... You know, who knows what would happen. Shiki knows that this is fucked up and is like, I I don't know if I can be party to this. Oh, uh, what's this line? Okay. Hisui has been watching Kohaku-san, who only knows how to live a lie, but still says she will live with her. He does promise Hisui that he's not going to say anything, and he leaves the kitchen, because it was all a lot. Uh Uh-huh. And then when he reaches the lobby, front door's open. Huh. Yeah, he's like, oh, it can't be Hisui, so Kohaku or Akiha must be outside. He's really sleepy, but also he's really curious. We had choice one for the day. Do we go outside? Or do we go straight back to his room? Let's go to sleep, both right now and also. <laughs> that one's shorter, right? Yeah. And then we're gonna... He, I could really use a nap, so uh-huh. we'll be right back. So... I'm I'm still here. I'm just... Oh, Ben's I'm so asleep. tired. Uh, uh, scary music starts playing as soon as we click the choice. Uh huh. And he how he makes it. He doing? He makes it about 
two steps up the stairs and collapses. Uh-huh. He can't even, like, manage to yell. And uh-huh. he's, like, in a shadowy spot. He, like, tries to pull himself away from right. the stairs or something. Yeah. He, he, like, tries to pull himself into somewhere where he'll get noticed. And ends up just out of in the a way. shadow. <laughs> so out of the way. Peace comes and walks right past him. Uh-huh. But it looks like someone else has noticed him. Yeah. Some kind of ghostly figure. That's weird. Staring at him like he's prey, he describes uh-huh. it. And he, like, he, like, says that it feels like something out of a cheap horror movie, and he, like, is internally laughing about how horrible this, like, sudden, like, terror is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's this horrible monster looming over him, and he feels death on the back of his neck, and... Suddenly, Kahaku's there. <laughs> <laughs> what a sick moment. <laughs> this is never really... Ugh, I This is, like, so good. And it doesn't get... This, for me, is Kohaku's version of the Akiha sunset scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Where we're, like, teased with, like, the nightmare. Uh-huh. Uh, with how scary she could be. This rereading this uh-huh this could also i guess it's the thing is that akiha went outside yes as we're about to akiha's gone so it has to be kohaku he's sensing the pressure of kohaku's bloodlust uh-huh okay uh-huh right yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. every every time that hisui beats kohaku in melty blood saying like sorry you you had too much bloodlust there. <laughs> had to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so this is definitely. It's definitely I was going Kohaku. to say like that feels like Akiha overheard that conversation. Mm-hmm. Knows clearly just how much Shiki has the hots for Kahaku uh-huh. and is like, I'm gonna kill you. And then Kahaku shows up to save him. But no, that's a hundred percent of Kahaku just being like him sensing what what Kohaku can be. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, so she's being extremely normal. <laughs> and he just passes He passes out. out. So that's the that's the extent of that scene. It's a short one, but it's very it good. It does it does the same thing that a lot of these scenes do, I think, which is like change a couple of lines yeah. the next morning. But it's like yeah. that's I don't think I even saw that. Yeah. Back in time? Yeah. Let's go out that door love to love to follow unseen people outside in the middle of the night someone's opening the front gate who is it that's uh it's it's uh akiha yeah she looks back but doesn't seem to notice him and then leaves yeah i wonder where she's going the scene takes like three lines before it becomes maybe it's like a page and a half before it's like oh that's just cheeky stalking akiha like not (laughs) Stalking in the sense of like predator prey, uh-huh. not in the like creepy. Uh huh. Yeah, depending on what you're into, I guess predator prey is still <laughs> creepy. <laughs> but, um. So, yeah, he starts to follow her. He's wondering why she's out late, but his heart is beating really fast. We're getting like the signifiers that his Nania blood is like activating. Uh-huh. He follows her into town. He's forgotten his knife, notably. Because mm-hmm. he was just going to get a drink of water. Yeah. Uh, which I noted at this point was probably the only reason Akiha survives. Yeah. <gasps> Akiha it's is possible sort of... that, like, she could have fought back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. As we've seen many times, like, 
Shiki in full Nanaya mode is like extremely scary. Uh huh. Akiha is sort of drunkenly walking around the town. There's no one around. He's just following her. He's getting thirsty and excited. And then he loses sight of her. He knows this isn't a dream, but he's suddenly struck by the very uncomfortable realization that he really wanted to kill Akiha. <laughs> and then he senses someone coming, he hides, and it's Akiha. He hears her mumble something about there not being anyone around. And then we see her sprite, finally. Red hair. She's holding her hand up. She's doing, like, yeah. the claw thing. It's pretty sick. It rules. Uh, he faints uh-huh. when he sees her. And then he wakes up confused as to why he's even here. Which feels less, like, faint and more, like, just kind of blacked out for a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, like, forward choice. But, yeah. He smells something. The boy's sniffing something. He Murder runs Alley, down to Murder man. Alley again. And uh, what is the there? The one the only. Uh, there's a person bleeding from the neck. Hmm. But, like, bleeding, so, you know, heart's still, Alive. Heart's still poop. pooping. Heart's <laughs> still pooping. That heart's still pooping along there. <laughs> Your old ticker. Beating. Heart's still beating. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there's a person bleeding out. Bleeding out, but alive. Well, bleeding uh, out is strong. I... They're bleeding from the neck. Okay, okay. It does not say... In a, not in a their entire neck is gashed open way. He calls the hospital from a public phone, gives a fake name when he reports the injury, and he runs home before the ambulance arrives. Mm-hmm. Uh, he when, By the time he gets home, he's like, it didn't really look life-threatening, but like, yikes. So yeah, it's looking like Akiha's attacking people. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, remember when? Remember when in the Akiha route, I was like, wouldn't it be sick if Akiha was just fucking attacking people? Uh-huh. What if Akiha was the murderer? Uh-huh. Huh. 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 Interesting. And yeah, he gets home and does the same collapse on the stairs. But no one comes to see him. Well, he does end up in bed. So someone, Spoilers someone for does. tomorrow. But he doesn't get he does that. He still end up in bed and Kaku still says like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I found you and brought you here. Uh-huh. No, no, like, cool, spooky Kahaku. That was such a cool scene. I mean, this is good, too. The, like, unambiguous, like, oh, 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 Akiha's attacking people. Uh-huh. It's very good. And that's the de- end of day seven, finally. Day 8, Evil at Every Corner 2. October 28th, Thursday. Thursday. Fight you. Thursday? What a concept. (laughs) What's the other Thursday? Oh. Out of Touch Thursday. Out of Touch Thursday. That's the one. (laughs) I feel like we've we've probably done this bit like three times, and it's because I have the memory of a goldfish and can never remember... You're perfect, Ben. I hope that all of our listeners also have memories of goldfishes. I hope not, because there's so much detail that we've talked about (laughs) that you need to know before you get to the next bit. Okay. I hope our listeners are intelligent and well put together and also extremely forgiving of all of our foibles. Okay. So, oh, oh, I did did go back and do both scenes again. 
so because I liked them so much, so that uh-huh. I could find out what's different when he wakes up. And if you didn't follow Akiha, Shiki's like Akiha went out last night because mm-hmm. he figured it out. Because Hisui's but or Kahaku is the one who yeah, yeah. He, um, he literally watched Hisui go to bed. And then Kohaku rescued him, so there's only one person who can be outside. Yeah. He doesn't really react to the the whole being terrified of Kohaku thing. Mm-hmm. That's such a good... Because, like, he just had a conversation with Hisui where she admitted that she's kind of terrified of Kohaku. So he's finally, like, open to the possibility that there's something up with her. Yeah. <laughs> this is the... This is, again, a, like... I think we talked about it some on the Hisui route, Mm -hmm. is that, like, these two routes feel like, oh, no, we have to get this done for Comic Cat. We have to get this done for Comic Cat. Uh We have to get this done for Comic Cat. They're good, but, yeah, they feel a little pressed. Yeah. Kawaku checks up on him, which is interesting. Uh, He's Mm -hmm. like, did you carry me to bed? And she's like, well, you got up and walked mostly on your own. He doesn't remember doing that. Mm -hmm. Weird. Creepy. I mean, Yeah. That's almost certainly, like, mm. Kaku's weird powers. Hmm. Synchronizing? I, synchronizing slash her, like... I don't know how much... How much... uh How close to... Like, does she get, like, ten minutes of controlling people? Or is it, <laughs> like, way more? I think... Are there, are there, like, delayed effects of, like, oh, yeah, it's two days later since i gave you those drugs but like i can i can get you to stand up and walk to your room hmm do you, you so you think that she just made him lap some pills out of her hand i'm saying that she didn't even need to do that i think that i think that it only works i think she can only issue commands while you're like really in the thick of it okay and then, well, then, like, there's lingering effects and, like, you might not remember things, right? Okay. So this is probably... Synchronized. I don't think she's got him fully mind-controlled. Okay. Then it's just, like, okay, I gave you enough energy to... I don't uh... think that's it either, though. Because we find out that synchronizing is way more formalized than we thought it was. So then how do you get up? Um, I don't know. It could be, like, weird Roa or uh, uppercase cheeky going to bed stuff or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Kawaku says that he kept apologizing to her, and he called himself an idiot and a blockhead. Ben, Kawaku is a gift. Yeah. She says, she like says you called me, you, or you call yourself an idiot and a blockhead, and then she's like, Shiki-san, are you a blockhead? <laughs> <laughs> she's perfect. I love Kawaku so much. Kawaku is okay. Uh-huh. Hisui is perfect. But they're twins. Mm-hmm. You can share perfection with your twin. Kaku's better. <clears throat> he realizes that he's late wrong. to school. <laughs> I like he's sweet. Kaku's just like she's so, ideal. She's so interesting. He Broomfies realizes Broomfies rise up. He realizes that he's late to school, but also actually, wait, today's founding day. It's the day that there is no school. Yeah, it's the it's the Wait. Thursday the twenty eighth. I love it when the timeline like timeline events happen on the same at the same uh-huh. time, but in a completely different la- like circumstance. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, oh, you don't have to get up tomorrow because mm-hmm. it's founding day. Versus, I have to go. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did he even? He went to school tomorrow and skipped out early. Yeah, right? 
I think so. He tries to get up, but uh, he can't. Uh, Kwaku says he must still not be feeling very well. That's unfortunate. Uh, We've seen this before. Yeah, it's a very burning body. She dotes on him. Not bad. It's evil at every corner. <laughs> <laughs> he struggles with Hisui's suggestion that Kohaku's smile might not be genuine. Mm-hmm. He's like, but it just looks like she's smiling. Like, you can tell when someone's forcing a smile. She's not forcing a smile. This is just a normal smile. She's very good at it. Yeah, that's the thing about Kohaku, is that she's <laughs> excellent at it. But I feel like the thing is, it's uh-huh. like, as we know from Hisui's endings, Kohaku has an actual smile that is different. Uh-huh. It's yeah, just it's that a, until it's like a more somber that, smile. Yeah. Until you've seen her for real smile, the one that she uses all of the time doesn't look fake. Yeah. But even after, even after you know, it's like you can tell when you can, if you know her fairly well, you can tell when she's giving you a real smile, but you can't tell when she's giving you a fake smile. Is the vibe I get. Because every time he looks at her after he sees those, like, we had the, the day when she he laid in her lap and she was giving him, like, what appeared to be a real smile, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, he's still looking at her, like, the, the smile that she's putting on and he cannot tell. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's weirder and better, oh. you know? There is no sign that it's fake because there's nothing there right now. Mm-hmm. It's just... She's just completely the mask. So, yeah, he can't get out of bed. Uh, Kohaku brings him some food, uh, and he is, like, getting mad at uppercase Shiki for causing trouble. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I could stop him if I could only move. <laughs> he takes a nap. Uh, but he keeps getting that, like, thirst, that, like, throat-burning thirst. He gets up, he walks to go get some water, but uh, he doesn't end up in the kitchen. Where does he end up? Oh, Ben, his feet lead him, right? He just, like, he uh-huh. just finds himself in the burning, and I almost said burning building, um, because you talked about burning body, uh, uh-huh. in the detached building. Huh. This is another scene what fucking rules, Ben. Oh, it's perfect. It's another great, like, scene we've seen before, but is completely different, and like, totally recontextualized. Recontextualized and also just, like, very, Diff- very different. Yeah. Like, different period akiha is feeding on kohaku blood Uh, dripping down uh, her breast yeah we got the cg but the cg is red i'd let let, no i wouldn't let akiha feed on me Uh uh-huh i don't think you get much of a choice in it (laughs) i almost was about to say i'd let kohaku feed on me and then i was like wait a sec but she's not the she's not she doesn't she's not a vampire do you think she would let me bite her yeah but it wouldn't be good (laughs) The thing with Kohaku that you, is that you'd feel bad doing anything to her. Yeah. <laughs> She's really the like Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here with my arms around you and I hope that that that's not too much. <laughs> just I'm gonna pet you gently. <laughs> uh we're gonna get into problem, some stuff ben, with Kohaku. The problem with that is even just like petting her hair gently would just shatter her. I love Kohaku so much. She's perfect. He's secretly watching Akiha bite Kohaku, mm-hmm. and his Nania clockwork is starting to, like, kick up. We got the Kohaku titty. Mm-hmm. Kohaku's so horny. Both of them are in this CG. 
Kohaku quietly tells Akiha to stop, then if she keeps taking blood, there's going to be negative effects and she'll grow dependent on it. That's fascinating, Ben. Uh Kohaku's telling Akiha, please don't drink too much blood. Uh Uh-huh. That's literally the opposite of what we know that she did. Yes, yeah, we know that she was trying to make Akiha struggle with her blood more by feeding her. Ben, Akiha's response is perfect. Yeah, what did she say? She's like, hey, I know you hate me, but I like you, and uh, I will forgive you, um, unless you mess with what's most important to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, There's... Akiha's like, listen, mm-hmm. I know all about your plan. Uh-huh. I know everything that you want to yeah, do. She, There's a little before that. She's like, oh, is there? You want to say I will be like Shiki? That's strange, Kohaku. You don't want that? Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Akiha, like, talks about how much she hated Makihisa and the things that he did to Kohaku. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, she's figured out that Kohaku hates her. And uh-huh. she, I end up her case, Shiki. And okay, Kohaku yeah. is like, why do you still drink my blood, then? And then she goes on to say, I, I like you, and I'll forgive whatever, etc., etc. Except for, clearly, she's talking about Shiki. Yeah. And then she licks Kohaku's nipple. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is... Yeah. And, and Kohaku reacts. This is, like, such a mess of, like, weird sexual, like, nightmare stuff. Yeah, this is the, like... This is the, hey, it sure would be nice if, like, the sexual assault survivor was treated a little nicer. Uh-huh. Not, not in the sense that, like... In the sense that, like, I would, I just want to hold her and, like, uh-huh. make her smile, not make her, let her smile and, uh-huh. like, have everything be okay for her. But also in the, um, like, poor Kahaku. Uh-huh. And I don't know that the game, mm-hmm. the game is like, oh, yeah, ha ha ha, look at how hot these two are uh-huh. a little bit in ways that are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is also, it is Also, Akiha demonstrating power. Yeah. Right? Akiha is Makihisa, is doing the same things to Kohaku that Makihisa did, basically. Not quite the same thing. But it's not. She's like encroaching on that territory in a very uncomfortable way. But also, they basically have knives at each other's throats. (laughs) Yeah. In a very fascinating way. I think maybe this is just my reading of this, but like, it didn't. It feels like, yes, exactly that. Um, Akiha is encroaching on Makihisa's mm-hmm. behavior, but also she's taking advantage of Kohaku. The 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 writing is way more like playful and fun mm-hmm. than Akiha's having fun. Yeah, I mean, then like, oh no, like, yeah, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's messy, which is really interesting. Yes. It definitely feels like Kohaku is sort of like put herself in a very weird situation with Akiha in order to push her further down the road to destruction. Yes. Right. So she's hurting Akiha purposefully and willfully. Mm -hmm. And now Akiha has figured this out at some point. And it seems that Kohaku has, in this route, bitten off more than she could chew Uh a little bit with Akiha. Uh, lovers who want to kill each other. Great. Just the ideal... This is... 
this is the thing is like lovers who want to kill each other is my ideal relationship uh-huh. dynamic in media. Uh-huh. IRL, I love I love to like cuddle and just be soft and <laughs> nice to each other and like and just yeah. Uh-huh. Do dishes, not do dishes, cook for each other. Uh-huh. Like, that's my ideal IRL. Shit. But Yell like shit. yeah. But in media. In media, I can't oh. get enough of like, oh, not not even enemies to lovers. No. Enemies to enemies still enemies to lovers. <laughs> so a Kohaku tries to warn her again about drinking too much blood, and Akiha's like, I'm doing this for fun. Not for any other yeah, reason. I'm doing this for Which fun. is worse. <laughs> I'm stronger than Shiki. I'm not gonna be undone by this. Uh-huh. And I know that if I was, you'd be happy. <laughs> uh-huh. Akiha starts slicing Kohaku's chest open with her nails. <laughs> uh huh. This is, yeah. This is actually the thing is, is that as much as Nasu hates writing sex scenes, mm-hmm. he's really good at writing like BDSM scenes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No explicit sex, just kink. Yeah. Now we get an interesting bit here. Kawaku asks why uppercase Shiki is seeking out more blood if he could have lived off of why he was seeking out more blood if he could have lived off of Kohaku's alone. Mm-hmm. And Akiha says that it's his hobby and he wants new flavors. Ben. Yeah. Five man girls. Mm-hmm. What do each of their bloods taste like? Hmm. Like smells like a blueberry. Smells a blueberry. Is that because she have blue hair, Ben? A little bit. We don't... Oh, no! Oh, no. If you are what you eat, CL's like a... Like a... Like a curry. Bad curry. Oh. What does uh, Arkweed eat? Very little. Very little. Hamburger. I feel like Arkweed's maybe like like a... Like a very light, like... Eh, Arkweed might just be like rice. Great texture. Not much flavor. Great texture on that blood. Uh, Akiha's spicy. <laughs> Yeah. Akiha's like, oh, you put a you put a little too much like Frank's red hot in this dish, didn't you? Uh-huh. You didn't need no, it didn't need that much. Um, um Hisui is pancake. vanilla. <laughs> vanilla ice cream and pancakes, vanilla uh-huh. ice cream and waffles, like uh-huh. yeah. Kaku's gotta be like nightshade or something. <laughs> Kaku will kill you. <laughs> um I mean, like, yeah, extremely tasty, mm-hmm. probably deadly. Uh-huh. It's fine. What is okay? What does Shiki taste like? What does Shiki's blood taste yeah. like? Oh, everyone's so fucking horny for him. It better taste good. What do we know? Iron? Is it just like? Oh yeah, this is like the most like yeah. Uh, that's just blood. Yeah, it just <laughs> tastes like blood. <laughs> okay, we can continue. I'm so so sorry. Akiha is so on the ball, this route. Mm-hmm. It's great. She says that uh, uppercase Shiki is avoiding the mansion because her own blood is what he wants most. But if he finds her and kills her, it'll be over and he'll never reach that high ever again. Fascinating. Uh-huh. Uh, Akiha is continuing to hurt Kohaku as she talks uh, and says that she's never going to go after what she wants most unless she finds out it will never be hers. Oh, oh no. Oh, Shiki, get out of there. Woo. 
<laughs> Run away! Uh, the two of them fall down together. Akiha's hair is flaring red. Uh, presumably they have sex. Um, real quick, Ben. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, um, tuned you out for a sec. I was trying to read. <laughs> not, not intentionally, just like my brain can only process so much language at once mm-hmm. that if I start reading something, mm-hmm. like text, I will immediately just audio yeah. processing stops. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Akiha says like, hey, yeah, um, if I, if I took Shiki's blood now, nothing would be left for me. And then like, but if, he uh, ever becomes someone who isn't hers, then she'll kill him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it'll be all be over. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not totally... I... When I was theorizing about the Kohaku route, I was half expecting Kohaku to be the villain of her own route, right? I was hoping. I thought that would be interesting. Uh, but I'm not to- So I'm not totally surprised to see her, like, be outplayed in her own route, but I was not expecting that it was going to be a Kiha doing the playing. Yeah, yeah, this is really interesting to me. Yeah, this route it's it's bad. so interesting, so bad. The ways route, like but... oh yeah, Kahaku's still like manipulative, mm-hmm. and but she feels more like at this point like oh you just can't stop. Like, mm-hmm. Akiha won't let you stop uh-huh. doing the things that you started. Uh-huh. As opposed to, like, actually being an active participant yeah. in... Well, Kohaku hasn't reached the point where she would would stop, but she is... Her plans are, have all kind of unraveled already, it feels yes. like. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so she doesn't know what to do, necessarily. Uh-huh. And she's not getting any sort of out because Akiha is standing between her and Shiki. Uh-huh. And she can't just... Oh, she had a good plan to kill Akiha. Mm-hmm. What's up with Akiha this route? She's really different. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, sometimes you just wake up one morning and you're like, I know what I want and I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it as much as I want. I say this as, a, as if I've ever woken up and been like i am going to be actively pursue the things that i like <laughs> i'm definitely going to tell that person that i have a huge crush on that i like them and uh-huh. not you know avoid the topic whenever it comes up and try not to embarrass myself too much around them i love you i love you too shiki escapes before he's found out uh he thinks that he thinks about what just happened and how beautiful mm-hmm. it was I mean, it is it is a little hot, Ben. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, he says something weird about insects crawling inside of him because Kohaku called him a blockhead, which is wood. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not totally. Um. Oh yeah, and then he says there can be no mistake. The name of these insects is the urge to kill. Huh. Again, not Nazi's best prose. No. Ever. Maybe it sounds better in Japanese. Yeah. But it doesn't translate well. Chigi wants to kill Akiha. And damn, you know, she might deserve it. There's a line, and she's probably crossed it. Oh, I think it's it's at some point on his, like, journey back to the house. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, thinking, like, crimson hair, a vermilion spider web, freakishly scarlet like the wings of a poisonous moth, 
the very color of evil, excessively beautiful, excessively poisonous. Therefore, I am ruled by this strange feeling. Thinking about his feelings on mm-hmm. Akiha. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, dangerous and also pretty. Uh-huh. Pretty. Girl, pretty. Moth. <laughs> he gets back to his room. Uh, there's somber music playing. He's trying to calm down. He, like, goes over his thoughts. The maids were brought here as tools. Kohaku was sexually assaulted by Makihisa. Ugh. Cheeky in- And then- What? Yeah. And then he's like, well, really? Who's to say if Makihisa was better or worse than I am? Because really, I tortured Kohaku by showing her a glimpse of freedom. And it's like, no. Cheeky- Makihisa was the adult, and he was doing much worse things than that. And, like, and, yes. One, Makihisa's way worse than you. Yeah, way Kohaku worse. wouldn't have needed that glimpse of freedom had Makihisa not been sexually assaulting her, like, every day. Two, you can feel bad about your actions and still say, hey, what that guy did was terrible. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, even, even if. We put his actions on the same, on the same like, uh, order of magnitude of uh-huh. bad as Makihisa's. Mm-hmm. You can still say like both of these are bad. Not who's to say if this was bad or not? I can't. Uh huh. He's really being hard on himself. He's like all the fucking shit I said to Kohaku when I thought that they were they were not the maids that I thought they were. Uh huh. Uh, he feels a strong suicidal urge, which is new, oh. uh, and then falls into a stupor. And then jump to later. Later. He's still turned off. Uh-huh. And, uh... This is the, like, yeah. This is um, a scene we've seen a lot of times. Well... Since the far side route, sort of. As, it's the same as with a time. lot of scenes on uh-huh. this route, the first couple of lines, or first page of text is the same as another scene mm-hmm. it's enough to lull you into like okay I've, I've seen this before and then as soon as you're about to think that it just it completely fears wildly off the rails yeah it's Hisui and Akiha arguing about what to do to take yeah, care of Shiki yeah doctor won't help a doctor won't help we've seen this since the arc weird. yeah um and but then, Akiha's being different yeah mm-hmm it yeah let's see um yeah so we get the we get all that stuff we're familiar with mm-hmm. and then uh i mean yeah kiha's being especially mean to hisui uh-huh hisui does not deserve this hisui is perfect hisui's perfect um hisui can't touch him yes still. she can't touch shiki because she didn't have the like oh we like each other yeah, what if yeah. i worked real hard to like Overcome. prop you up no. and like work on this uh and kiha's like well too bad Come find me if... Yeah. Uh, or, I guess, no. She says, Actually, what she says is, don't you dare leave Kahaku alone with him. Yeah. If if you have to go get her, stay with her. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. He's very worried about Shiki's deteriorating condition and how he can't move anymore. And Hisui is perfect. Uh-huh. She cares so much about Shiki. So much more than he deserves, uh-huh. honestly. Akiha says that the whole not being able to move things working really well for her, actually. <laughs> Can't go anywhere. Akiha's so... Like, 
Yeah, I love her in the same way in this route, in mm-hmm. this, in a similar way to the way that I love, um, I guess, a character from Fate's Day Night, mm-hmm. uh, who is similarly just, like, the worst person in the world. She's just, like, she's so confident. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she's so confident about things that, like, she has a right to be confident about. She's very powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that she could kill any and all of th- these three if she wanted to. Well, only with the maid's help. I still think that. We've never seen her do anything without the help of the maze. Yeah, I still think mm-hmm. that in one-to-one combat, Akiha has the two maids. She has the two maids. That's fair. Um, And Shigi's just laying around. He can barely move his arms, let alone, like... What if Kohaku is actually very good at uh, martial arts? <laughs> well, we know this, Ben. Mm-hmm. She has her potions... She can fight with her broom. She has a broom. She has, she has the weird, player. like, fly over and drop bombs attack. <laughs> um, but Akiha has those those rings that are really annoying. Uh huh. Especially Ben has doing le- melty blood talk now again. Ben has learned how to do uh, command inputs during combos, and it sucks. Sort of. My fingers just kind of do it sometimes. Yeah, still sucks. Um. Anyway. Uh, has like, okay, you're, he's gonna skip school for a couple of days. Uh-huh. Tell Shiki he's gonna be skipping school a couple of days. Of course, Hisui cares about Shiki, has realized that Shiki's awake. Um, Akiha, completely, very perceptive in some ways, very dense in other ways. Yeah, or like, yeah, kind of views Shiki as an object to play with, uh-huh. more so than like, oh, I don't need to... I don't need to, like, keep close tabs on him. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, my plaything. Because he's going to stay I'll, in this fucking room. I'll pay attention to him when I when I want to, and other times he's just a... He might as well not be there. I can, yeah, uh-huh. I can ignore. Um, uh, and, yeah, he's, he's adorable. He's, he's like, maybe you should uh, skip school tomorrow, at least. Not for a giha, just, like, for your safety. Uh-huh. Big ol' eyes. Big ol' eyes. Big sad eyes. And Shiggy's like, okay. Okay. I can't say no to those eyes. But... Also, he can't move, so he doesn't really have much yeah. choice. Uh, he immediately falls asleep. Short day. Short day. That's the end of day eight. Day nine. Origami. October 29th. Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday. I'm gonna start saying the day titles if you don't at least let me say the day. Okay, I'll let you say the day. Ashiki is sort of hazily waking up. Um, he's thinking about how fucked up he is about what Kohaku's been through. We get the colored in, the colored CG of her at the window. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then we get some wild new information about. The night that the Nania family was massacred. Real quick, I think that this day literally opens with the very first line is, why is there this much sadness? <laughs> it doesn't. I believe so. That That is what the note that I have written down uh, uh-huh. implies. And it's such a good, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Shiki's really in it. Like, uh-huh. Just thinking yeah. about how, how, yeah, like how much it sucks that mm-hmm. he came back. I was like. Kaku, my friend. Uh-huh. The girl I definitely don't 
have a huge thing for because you were you were playing with us and I have a thing for your sister and like yeah. We get more information about the the night that the Nani was were killed and the information we get is bananas because apparently Shiki child Shiki who was how old at the time six he was like eight or six, six or seven he apparently had a philosophical conversation with the murderer <laughs> did he yes yeah and the killer was chatting it has so. been like a month since we played this um okay well let me read you some quotes the killer asks baby Shiki after murdering his mother hey I wonder, what is the most miserable? And then Shiki, again, a child, says, Sadness is easy to see, and happiness is hard to understand. To find miserable situations, you have to look way down. If being miserable is living a life so painful and full of suffering that it makes you wish you were dead, then it means it was better if you were never born. As for me, I thought the saddest thing was to never have been born. He's eight like maximum here huh did the nania kill like quit being murderers to become philosophers (laughs) oh it's a really interesting line but like he's a baby shiki now if he said something like that i'd be it would be like a little bit of a stretch Uh so the killer found this very amusing and started chatting with him i guess and i guess that's the moment Namakihisa decided to keep Shiki? Must be. Weird. 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 I mean, yeah, this does tie back into... Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it already in this route. Certainly in the Heathley route. Mm-hmm. Of like, um, what is what is the purpose of being alive? Uh-huh. Like, is it better to simply... Like, I think Kahaku says... Mm-hmm. In one of the in one of the Hisui endings, like I, I, yeah, I can't remember if she actually says or if this is just like a thing that. But mm-hmm. um, Kagu talks about like never having existed, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, every day that you're alive is another chance yeah. for." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is happiness. a yeah. It's like he doesn't believe that there's something. That a person can be so broken that it's not worth being alive and hoping that things can get better. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Which is what Kohaku needs because she has been through uh, the ringer. Literal right? hell. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, there aren't much worse things that can happen to you. Uh-huh. Is, is there? I guess the fact that she got out of that without physical, like, damage. Uh-huh is about as, like, much of a bright side that you can possibly say for her situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a very, it's a weird scene. It's interesting. It definitely says something about Shiki's philosophy. It's just a little weird how young he was. Uh Uh-huh. He thinks about Kohaku now, after that, after remembering that moment. Uh-huh. And he decides that there's no worse fate for her than to have her force her to keep up the illusion of happiness for the people around her's sake. Mm-hmm. Because that's really grim. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is a, like, I think, is complicated by the fact that, like, to some extent, Kaku is 
mm-hmm. she is as happy as she can be right now. She always looks but... like she's having fun. Well, I think she always mm-hmm. looks like she's having fun, but also as as Heesby says, like she does have a purpose right now, uh-huh. and it's be happy and uh-huh. and love Shiki. Um, be Heesby. Be Heesby. But like, yeah, part of that is like being happy and bubbly. Uh huh. And taking that away from her is like, yeah, it's. It's her cap on the amount of happy she can be is at like a one, but it's that's higher than zero. <laughs> uh-huh. Um and like, yeah, if you break her and then like, you know, let her become her own person, you know, maybe that cap goes up to like ten, which would be really cool. Uh-huh. But you you have to go through the, the breaking what yeah, she's at uh-huh. right now. And yeah. yeah, yeah. He wants her to if she's gonna be happy, he wants her to do it for her own sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is difficult uh-huh so he f- fully wakes up but he's in rough shape he's not quite as bad as the worst of burning body but he can't walk mm-hmm. he sweet comes in to check on him she asks how he's doing he's like oh i'll be better soon <sighs> yeah he'll be better soon she's like you know did you ever feel this bad at the audimus house no, as a matter of fact. Oh no, right. He says yes. 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 Um Yeah, he says yes, actually. Uh, and she's like, regardless, this is bad and it shouldn't be this bad. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he says yes, like, but it kind of petered off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think like right after really he moved, rough. Yeah. It was really rough, and then like Not a know, as time. he grew up, like he he just mm-hmm. kinda stopped feeling that bad. He was apparently feverish all night, and he's wearing different pajamas now. Apparently, Akiha was the one who changed him, though, because mm-hmm. Kwaku's being kept away from him. Hmm. She may not lay, lay eyes on that nasty dick. Ben, I don't believe that anyone actually wants to lay eyes on that nasty dick. Five, six girls want to. And Arihiko. How, okay, how many of those girls, Ben, yes. turn off the lights? So they don't have to look at him. How many of those girls have night vision? <laughs> uh, four. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Unsure about CL. The three vampires definitely do. CL definitely has, uh, at the very least, trained her body to be able to see perfectly in the dark. Yeah. I think only the maids are the ones. I think Kohaku has also trained her body to be able to see in the dark. <laughs> so, Shiki is surprised that Akiha was taking care of him. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my notes at the time was like, yeah, it's because she's a monster and she thinks you're her possession. Uh-huh. So she has to take care of you. Like, you're, you're, like, you're the doll now. Uh-huh. Shiki wants to look at Kohaku. I also want to look at Kohaku. I want to look at Kohaku. I would also accept Hisui, but... I googled to see if there was any Kohaku figurines in the world, and there are, but they're all very old at this point, hard to get a hold of, so there hasn't been any new ones. Why? Kohaku's so perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Well, there hasn't been, like, new Tsukime stuff in a while. Oh. Give me more. Maybe new stuff. I guess within, like, four years... Sorry. In 27 years, when, uh remake part two comes out um there will be more kahaku figures <laughs> that's right because she's not in the part one remake 
Well, I mean, she's, she's in, probably in she's it. Not, she's not a major character. She's not a root. Yeah. And Kohaku is nothing for most of this game. None of the far side characters are characters until the uh -huh. far side, really. Uh-huh. So, Akiha comes to check in on him about noon. No Kohaku. Uh, he's a little bit worried about the whole thing yesterday. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but he's like, you know... I don't think Kohaku's hurting Ko or Akiha's hurting Kohaku quite the same way Makisa was, so maybe I should just keep quiet. I would argue that she is hurting her very similarly to how Makisa did, just because it seems like they had sex, and I don't know how capable Kohaku is of consenting to that sex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Uh-huh. And also, tearing someone's uh, chest open and drinking the blood from it is also pretty rough. That does count as hurting someone. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Akiha's pampering him, changing his sheets, taking his temperature, smiling, sunshiny, she's so excited. He catches a glimpse of Kohaku out the window, sweeping leaves, but before he can call out to her, Akiha interrupts and forces him to lie down again. She's this is like, sheet. Akiha's just enjoying playing with her little dolls yeah in, uh -huh. in her little dollhouse uh-huh yeah uh-huh <laughs> i read that she's planning on doing <laughs> she's planning on doing her own normal end to shiki oh that's pretty much the vibe yeah like he's just gonna like slowly degrade into like barely being alive and she's going to play with him creepy uh-huh so Akiha tries to peel an apple for him, and he's worried that he might die from how badly she's doing it. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Uh... He remembers Akiha trying to take care of him when he was really sick as a kid. Uh, I guess this is instead of Hisui doing it that one time. Mm -hmm. it must be just something that's changed. Oh, and or like he got sick multiple, multiple times. times, I guess. Uh, she very nearly injected him with some empty syringes, which is terrifying. <laughs> That, yeah. You can die from that. I'm pretty sure. I I don't know why. Like, I know I know that air bubbles are, like, a huge no-no. I think no. they can block the veins. Oh, is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah. I figured that they just kind of, like, like, whoop, eventually. But I guess uh -huh. they do too much damage first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad stuff. I'm not a... I'm no doctor. But... Yeah. It's like a blood clot, you know? Is it? Not, I don't know if it's quite as bad, but I think it's the same. I don't know that we're going to like read these on the podcast or anything, but if you are a doctor or know why, mm -hmm. like you need to, you absolutely need to get like any and all air bubbles out of syringes before mm -hmm. doing injections. I would love to know. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh -huh. We could Google it, but we're not going to. We're doing a podcast, right? I feel like I could Google it and I would likely find 50% of the information would just zoom over my head uh -huh. and the other 50% would be like oh no you need to be really careful and like make sure that there are no air bubbles uh -huh. and syringes and yeah, like yeah. they're not I wouldn't actually find information that was yeah, like, yeah. useful in anyway Let's I'm so sorry for, for dragging us on all these digressions <laughs> it really is digression week so Akiha was going to jab him with some empty syringes, but was caught by uh, a, a man named Jinan, who was the assistant to the family doctor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
and we get a quest answer to a question I thought was never going to be answered, and I'm I'm very jazzed about it. Ben, Kohaku is too young to have a pharmaceutical license. Well, you say that. How old Kohaku is she? And, Kohaku and Hisui don't have birth documents. Yeah, presumably wild. because there were orphans. Did Makisa destroy them? That might also be the case. Um. Anyway, no one knows how old they are. They're eighteen. Yeah, Makisa. Makisa can... fake aged them up so that oh. she could get a pharmaceutical. Well, license. so presumably, I'm also saying they're eighteen. Yeah, I guess they're still like underage sexing the the Akiha Kohaku one. Uh huh. But. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if they were, like, not 16? Uh-huh. Anyway, um... Yeah, so... Makihisa just, like, fudged the paperwork. Uh-huh. And that's how she that's got so a pharmaceutical good. license, which is wild. That is especially wild, because presumably she's had it for several years. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, yeah, this this girl who clearly looks like she's 12, actually she's 20. Here's the thing about Kohaku... She feels like she's much older than you. That's fair. Uh-huh. I just... Like, how long has she been taken care of? Uh, presumably she didn't have a license the whole time. Okay. You know, she's been learning to do that stuff while also being uh, tortured. I mean, it's a couple of years at least, though. That she was doing medical stuff. Definitely. Yeah. So, like, okay, here's this... Yeah, here's this 14-year-old... Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. She's 20. When you have a lot of money, you can do shit. I guess. Uh-huh. Who's gonna... Who's gonna question? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so... Yeah, Shiki is surprised to find out that they're... The maids are Shiki's age, both mm-hmm. of them. Because Kohaku, despite being acting childish at times, she always felt older than him. And yeah, she's... Lived a very different life, Shiki. Yeah. I don't want to... Yeah. And trauma, trauma can do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he realizes that Kohaku must have been eight or nine when Makihisa started sexually abusing her. And nearly, like, throws up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine... I have never been in this position. I sure as hell hope I never am. I can't imagine how I would feel if I was like, oh, my crush is, like, actually my age. Oh, that, ah, uh, <laughs> my dad had been doing what to her? God, I, yeah, that's a, whew. Yeah, this is very fucked. Anyway, so he's, get, like, on the verge of getting sick. Akiha is right there and is like, oh, no, oh, are you doing okay? And he's like, I haven't suffered anything like Kohaku has suffered. And she's like, ah, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> he wants to see Kohaku. He wants to fulfill his promise. And his dizziness is suddenly gone. For a second, I was like, oh, I wonder if, like, having clarity of purpose... We know willpower affects the transfer between uh-huh. him and Shiki. But actually, it seems that it was Akiha touching him that is calming him down. She's transferring energy into him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she, she, like... Murmurs something about, like, inexperience. Yeah, like, she, like... oh, you're... Yeah, things, are, things aren't, like, normal because I'm not very good at this, which... While, like, I, stroking his chest also. I took to mean... 
until now she hadn't been transferring energy to uh-huh. him. like he was kind of running on his own supply uh-huh. and then something happened recently yeah. that she like needed to start yeah doing but something's energy going on. share that we know from other routes but. yeah yeah something's going on mm-hmm. and then akiha cold like just coolly asks like hey you want to know why your body's like this Hey, I had a lot of yes. fun stealing secrets the other day. <laughs> you want some more? Oh. He gets this, like, impression that she's doing something, that she's being dangerous. Uh-huh. But he's like, yeah, I want to know. And she explains the life link between him and uppercase Shiki. Mm-hmm. When Shiki was locked up, he wasn't really doing anything. So he wasn't using enough energy to have a negative impact on our Shiki. Mm-hmm. But now that he's on loose, rampaging, he is sucking the life out of Arshiki. Mm-hmm. She's furious at Uppercase Cheeky and at the one who set him free. Huh, wonder who that is. She bites her lip hard enough to draw blood and then is staring off into space as if at an invisible foe. And then ominously, she says that she'll do anything to protect Shiki. Hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. It seems that at this time, uh, I was like, oh... When she was hugging Shiki and crying the other day, like a couple days ago, she must have been thinking about having to go kill Shiki, uppercase Shiki. Like, that's kind of obvious, but... At the time, I did wonder if it was her, like, crying out at the Tono blood for making her want to attack our Shiki. That's the other thing it could have been. Yeah. I'm still curious if it's a translation mistake mm-hmm. or the a script thing. mistake. Yeah. Yeah, which is like script mistake, especially because it specifically calls out like Akiha multiple times this route, at mm-hmm. least once, I think multiple. Specifically says like you're the only person I ever use that term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And yeah. So I think we talked about this last recording. I'm remembering having a conversation yeah, about yeah. like is it a mistake versus yeah, is it in is it Akiha making a mistake? Yeah, because yeah. So, yeah, she has to kill uppercase Shiki because that's her job and she doesn't want to. Shiki, our Shiki, insists that it's a fight between him and uppercase Shiki and she doesn't have to get in the way. She doesn't have to fight him. And he's like, I have to protect her and the maids. And Akiha uh, loudly proclaims that he's only got eyes for her. Hmm. Uh, And there's like a weird moment of sexual tension. I'm so worried, Ben. Yeah. Then Akiha's tummy rumbles. I'm so... Thank God for Akiha's tummy. (laughs) It's so interesting because, like... Shiki independently doesn't seem to have any sort of sexual attraction to Akiha. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's this, like... She's very, very horny for him, this route. Mm -hmm. And it's like... He wants to kill her. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And it's like... Even though it's not Roa, sometimes it is close enough to be sexual tension. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's, Shiki doesn't, Shiki hasn't figured out the line between, I want to kill this person, and I want to have sex with this person. Uh Uh-huh. And so... There's the, the leering pervert version of wanting to kill, and that's the, like, vampire Roa uppercase Shiki thing. And then there's the, like... I want to kill this person, but it's like the line between killing and having sex is very thin. Uh-huh. Well, it's like the, the like, I think, is it the Arknights event? Uh-huh. That, um, 
Undertides, great event. Yeah. Love cosmic horror. Love ocean OG, horror. Love the an ocean that wants to kill you. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a moment where like a character is describing like, oh, you're feeling excitement, like mm-hmm. you you've never felt that before, but like heart pounding, um, like feeling alive, mm-hmm. like what you're feeling is excitement, and it feels like someone needs to sit cheeky down uh-huh. and say like. What you're feeling is excitement. Mm-hmm. That might be because you really want to kill this person. Could also be because, um, yeah, could also be because uh, you want to fuck your sister. It doesn't have to be both all the time. Uh huh. You should really like figure out your 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 other feelings first, and then make a judgment call on. Listen, sometimes the line between murder and horny is the same thing. There is no line. <laughs> This is what this is the thesis of fate. Uh-huh. In this case, there's a very bold line, and the line is that Akiha hasn't had any food and she's hungry. <laughs> Shiki's like, oh my god. There's no sex scene here. This moment passes and he's like, I am not into Akiha like that, but something was about to happen. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Again, like, yeah. It yeah, it feels like I don't want to get too into this. Yeah, we do have more to get through. Yeah, we have but a lot it, more. it feels like there's a version of this that is like Shiki can't really consent to Akiha because like his body's all his body's all fucked right now because uh-huh. he's like you know laying on the bed and can't move barely. But mm-hmm. like he really needs to figure out what's going on uh-huh. in his mind and then he can like yeah it's like in the moment he forgets it's almost like he forgets that he's not attracted to yeah, her there we go uh-huh. that's, the, that's the word i'm searching for is like it's almost like he is drugged uh-huh. or drunk blood drunk. of like yeah it he is in an altered state he he really needs to just sit down and be like okay yes in in uh you know tomorrow let's do this thing because i i can think about that with a clear head right now uh-huh. i'm not trying to kill you <laughs> uh-huh and he can't even tell akiha like hey i'm not into you that way because she'll kill him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's getting it's getting increasingly clear that she might just fucking snap his neck if he said something like that yeah the the thing about him leaving and her killing him if he ever says he will again that that feels like uh a promise less, less <laughs> Or more so than a joke. It's so funny, also, that she's that she told Kohaku explicitly, like, "Hey, I'm not gonna go after Shiki I, unless someone tries to take it from me." And it's like she has almost no self control at this point. Uh-huh. She she was like talking so big to Kohaku, but she, it's so clear that she is like completely out of her depth mm-hmm. in a in a very different way. It's not that she's in over her head with the things she's trying to do it's that she's too good at it and she's like losing track of her humanity yeah. very quickly uh-huh now she has to go get some food he tells her to take it easy for a bit and she's like okay i'll drop by after dinner and then cut to dinner time kohaku brings it to him hmm. kohaku brings him some food and he's like whoa i don't, don't know if i ever expected to see her again <laughs> She was ordered to stay away, but she's the only one who can set up an IV, so she was allowed to come and do it. Uh-huh. He looks at her happy, smiling face, and he knows that he has to do something, but he's very hesitant to break her smile. Uh-huh. 
And he starts eating while she's smiling beside him, and it's very grim. <laughs> I love Kahaku Ben. <laughs> Seeing her so close to me and smiling makes me want to kill myself. I love Kahaku. <laughs> she's perfect. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I honestly, I would, I relate to Shiki. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, she's smiling. She looks like she's having a good time. I don't want to make her cry. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Do you? <laughs> So, he's trying to figure out why he feels so fucked up right now, even though Kohaku is finally with him. All he was wanted to do was look at Kohaku, right? Uh-huh. And then he's like, I'm in love with her, and she's in pain, and I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to give her the sh- uh, shot and then the IV, and she starts to casually chatter about how she was taking care of Makihisa, and hearing her oh. say the name... Wait, can we... Yeah, real quick. Just the like, Shiki falling, realizing that he's in love. Yeah, great, great. Uh, I think Kaku asks him like, "Why? Are you, what's up? Or like, why aren't you? Why aren't you smiling?" This is Shiki thinking. Mm-hmm. I suddenly find the reason for my sadness. There must be something wrong with me to ha- not have seen it earlier. I just like this person. I love her to a point where I can't even imagine seeing her in pain. It seems like I finally realized this simple fact, which is feels really early for him to realize that he's yeah. in love with. Usually, the it takes him a while. Or the the like route girl. Uh huh. Yeah. If it's usually like, oh, we're about to have sex. Like uh-huh. not not yeah. In the reader, dear reader, you know we're about to have sex. I need to realize that I love this person. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like. Oh, we have four or five days? Mm-hmm. We have like four and a half days left of this route. That's a lot of time for Shiki to be like carrying that around with him. Uh-huh. So, after he's having that realization, Kohaku is going to give him a shot and then set up the IV. And she starts to just chatter about taking care of Makihisa and hearing her say the name uh, makes Shiki feel sick. And he can't he can't look at her anymore. He knows that, like, this whole thing is her pretending to be Hisui and putting on a play for him. Mm-hmm. And she, like, starts describing their, their fake childhood together playing games. Uh, and he, like, is trying to play along. And she does her, like, cute hands clasp, br- blushing sprite as she, like, elaborates on her fairy tale childhood. And he finally fucking snaps. Gawk is perfect. She's trying so hard. Uh-huh. Ah. <sighs> He grabs her, pulls her into an embrace, and we get a CG of her looking shocked and, like, lightly clinging to his sex pajamas. And breaking the last remnants of my heart that Uh had somehow managed to make it this far. (laughs) She curiously says his name as he pets her hair, and he thinks that he can't let her see his face because she'll know instantly that he knows. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because he did promise he's going to keep up this act. Uh Uh-huh. Hell of a promise, Shiki. Uh Uh-huh. She teases him about having, about not being able to take much pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she, she's like, I wonder, um, on some level, does she know that he knows right in here? And she's like making excuses? Probably. Or is she so far gone that she doesn't realize that and she's just looking for whatever must be the real reason? I mean, it's like probably a little bit of column A, a little bit. She Kaku, Kaku's definitely the best at being aware at, at well, lying to herself at lying to herself like she's the 
She's the you one who can the tell only lies. She can even fool herself. Who can fool herself uh-huh. with her lies? Literally everyone else terrible at it. She pets his head back, so they're just petting each other's heads. Uh, but it's just making it worse for him. And what does Shiki say? It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to smile any longer. Her and whole body he, stops like well, a clock. He then clarifies and says, like, you don't you don't have to fake a smile uh-huh. or something. And then, yeah, her whole body's just like, uh... Uh-huh. <laughs> she drops the ID- IV and it spills all over the place. Uh, she pulls away, acts like nothing happened, and she says, oops, I spilled the IV. I won't be able to set one up till tomorrow then. And then she, like, leaves. Without opening the door is a weird way of describing it. And Cheeky's like, she definitely closed it when she came in. So who opened it and saw what we were doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. My brain, I have been watching the Holostream. Fatal Frame 2 is a game that I really want to play now. Yeah, yeah, it looks sick. Um, I've. I think I, I think I, I think two was the one that I played in a, in a basement of my friend's place in mm-hmm. high school. But yeah, looks sick. Go watch Hollow Stream. It's only up for like a couple months and then yeah. it goes down. Not remembering the scene entirely. You saying Kahaku leaves without opening the door. I was like, Kahaku phased through the door. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are they trying to say here? But what they're trying to say here is that someone saw that. Yeah, someone opened the door, so Kohaku did not have to. Who do we know was going to visit after dinner? Oh, did did Akiha say that? Yeah, she gonna... did. Oh, that's unfortunate. Shiki knows that Kohaku's in danger, but he can't move. That really sucks. Cut two. It's nighttime now. Shiki has recovered a little bit, actually, and can move around a little. He grabs his knife and decides it's time to go take care of business. He has to go kill Shiki while he still can. Uh huh. Shiki wanders around the city and doesn't find anything, so he goes to everyone's favorite favorite hangout spot, Murder Alley. This is the thing, Ben. Yeah. I think that there's only one alley. He confirms it here that all the fucking murders happen in the same fucking alley. I'm telling you. You'd think that they would have like a cop standing there. Apparently not. Again. Cops, even somehow even more incompetent in fate uh-huh. than they are in real life. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, so he goes and hides in Murder Alley, waiting for the killer to come. I guess vampires are, like, monsters in this are very creatures of habit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He hides in the shadows. He's waiting for Shiki, uppercase Shiki, to show up. And he's like, there's a chance I'll have to kill him. And it's like... What the fuck do you think else is going to happen, man? Uh-huh. Someone. Well, there's precedent. What? Uppercase Shiki is going to show up, and uh-huh. then they're going to go drink, like, ten coffees, <laughs> and Shiki's going to be extremely broke. Yeah, speaking of, who was that per- that murderer that he met? Definitely Uppercase Shiki. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Upper- Listen, sometimes you move to the next town over, I and didn't... you're like... Uh, this just, this just isn't as nice. You think he came back? Yeah, maybe. Well, someone shows up. Except, of course it's Akiha. What do you mean? We, we already saw Akiha be the one attacking someone. Yeah. 
Like last night, yeah. two nights ago. Of course it's Akiha who shows up. Uh-huh. He hasn't realized that Akiha actually literally attacked a person. He like blacked out and was like, he saw Akiha, blacked out, and then found someone bleeding. So he oh, was right, like, right, oh, yeah. it's someone else and Akiha's chasing them. Yeah. Shiki leaps in to kill the person who came into the alley, and uh, who is it? It's a key. Yeah, it's a key. She, she looks shocked. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, the like cheerful daytime music starts up, and they both are like, "What are you doing here?" To each other. This is such a fun flip on other Shiki and our Shiki uh-huh. doing it, literally having exactly the same like blades clash in an alley, and then the two of them are like. What are you doing here? Uh-huh, Let's uh-huh. go out for coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a good, just a good, like, oh, except that both of them, yeah, it <laughs> does feel like both of them. Or in that case, it's a, like, oh, of course we're both killers. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why we're both here. In this case, it's both of them trying to be, like, definitely haven't ever murdered anyone. <laughs> nice to see you here. <laughs> What are you doing in Murder Alley? Uh-huh. Oh, just just looking for the killer, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, me too. He Shiki's like, um, she's probably a little mad about me hugging Kohaku, and I I was like, we know that there's a, a basement that people get locked in. She's probably locked Kohaku in the basement by now. That was my thought. Oh, I was like, my my. I last, was like, someone's getting locked in that. My last note about the the bedroom scene mm-hmm. is like. Uh, Akiha saw them and was already a hair's breadth away from killing one or both of them. And so I was like, I don't know, dude. You're like, you're, you're walking a razor's edge, Uh quite literally. So they bicker about who, which of them gets to kill Shiki and Akiha's winning the argument. (laughs) Uh, she doesn't know about his eyes though. He never said. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. She drags him home, tells him to get to sleep. And he's like, can I really trust? I don't even know what I want to trust at this moment. But, like, I feel like I have to give my trust. Um, And he's like, you haven't done anything wrong. You haven't done anything wrong. And tells him to rest. Uh, He enters his room and then there's a sharp cut. That's the end of day nine. Hmm. Sudden end. Yeah. Didn't go to sleep. At least we didn't see it. In the intro to this episode, we said that we were going to finish Tsukihime. Well, we have recorded the rest of this route, where we weren't going to get editing done in time for this week, and so instead we're going to split it into two episodes. Next week, we'll cover days 10 and 11 and uh, the one ending to this route. If you want to find us on Twitter, uh, Ben is at Ben Ends. I am at uh, Fennec underscore Fox or, you know, Fennec.moe as the website that redirects to me. Ben's Not Safe for Work Writing is at Doomgender. Uh, we're part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. Please check out other Abnormal Mapping shows. Um, sorry for the short length, and we will see you in two weeks. One day, let's meet in the digital sea.